Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. And we join Nicky Brennan. Yes, Pat, and uh, you're very welcome here to Grenon in Thomastown for the third round of the Michael League Motors Intermediate Hurling League Championship. This uh, between Dunhamagan and uh, Roar in the Sieg. And the said Michael League is in front of me here, obviously hoping that his uh, home team will uh, do very well here today. He's not one bit biased when it comes to the Intermediate Championship. He only wants the Roar to win it and to hell with everybody else. And you know what? He's dead right. Um, we're looking forward to a game here. Very bit dull overhead, but we might just get away with it. As I said to you in the earlier chat, the river is flowing very fast behind me here it's very brown which would indicate that a lot of what fell out of the sky last night is passing down through Grenon here in Thomastown on its way to the sea but uh, that's last night and thankfully the players are happy to have a nice uh, dry pitch and dry conditions here in Grenon uh, today these teams are uh, going decent enough well Dunhamagan going very well they're on their potentially their third win they have got two today two wins today they have scored 53 as against conceding 34 and in group B of the intermediate that is the lowest concession of any team in that uh, division. Thomastown, by virtue of their success last night over the Blacks and Whites, where they won that game 3.21 to 1.6, they head the table on six points. They have an impressive 89 points for and 56 points against. So they're going great guns as well. And if um, Dunhamagan were to win this today, it would pretty much, uh, not not exclusively, but would put Thomastown and Dunhamagan in the driving seats for the two uh, top positions for the league title and the Shield uh, final. The other teams will have to uh, uh, look elsewhere and of course at the moment it is O'Loughlin Gales and Kerry Shock that are battling at the bottom but something will have to give there uh, tomorrow when those two teams actually meet. Now the results so far with these teams in the last game uh, Dunhamagan they had a good win over the Blacks and Whites 323 2 one and they had a good win also over Carrick Shock in the first match on um, 312-213 points over their neighbours Thomas or, uh, Roar in the Stieg on the other hand they lost to Thomastown in their uh, opening game 221-118 to a 6 point loss and they did get a good win in their uh, second match where they defeated Carrick Shock 25 points to 15 now Donna Carrick or, um, in a Stieg obviously have lost a few players uh, Richie Lahey Sean Ryan are, um, is gone to Australia and um, Obviously, they don't have all link today. He had the operation yesterday. Talking to his mum and dad, they're glad to get that over. It's at least a five uh, a five month rehabilitation as the ball is uh, thrown in here in the middle of the field. As usual, it's uh, no clear winner, but it is the roar who moving up the field with the ball is sent up by Eddie Prendergast. Eddie Prendergast in, and this is uh, Owen O'Brien. Owen O'Brien, we said, is switching from uh, number two to number fifteen. There's a chance for the roar here very early on, and uh, a brilliant, brilliant save. A great shot there from um, Kevin Murphy, but was absolutely brilliantly saved by uh, by. The uh, Andy O'Dwyer in the uh, Carrick Shock goal. It looked a certain goal, but it is Carrick Shock or uh, Dunhamagan who are breaking away now. It is with uh, Joe Fitzpatrick. Joe played wing back on many a Kilkenny underage team. He's playing at half forward now. Plenty of pace in this game. It's out in the middle of the field. It's with Tom Dyle. Tom Dyle switches the ball now further. He switches it to his colleague, the number 14. That's over the bar, and it's uh, Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, a big man, Jim, uh, sends that one over the bar. There was uh, lots uh, spoken about about Jim last week, but he's a big man, and uh, Richie Power was. Uh, talking very positively about uh, Jim Ryan uh, good pass there uh, into him uh, from uh, Tom Dial and puts that over the bar 
over at the far side of the field the referee today is Owen Hayes from the Thomastown Club a nice crowd over on the far side and a decent crowd over here on uh, this side of the field as well and it is um, Dunhamagan Dunhamagan trying to get spaces back now with their number 5 that's Owen Carney Owen Carney sends the ball in as with full forward John Fitzpatrick John Fitzpatrick switches the ball across this could going to be a wide it's not going to find its target and it's the first wide of the game we're gone about a minute into the match there and it is the you, the roar who lead by one point uh, to no score getting ready for the puck out and the ball is pucked out long there by Paddy by Paddy laying down the field further trying to get on the ball it is uh, moving the ball around the place attack breaks down Darrow O'Keefe trying to get on the ball here it is with Owen O'Brien Owen O'Brien uh, plenty of pace in his Eddie Prendergast trying to get the ball back though the ball is cleared and it's well blocked down by the number 17 that's Rory Delaney Rory Delaney is back to the centre back that's George Murphy George I've seen him playing in the forwards a lot he did in his Kieran's days but uh, back now playing at centre back as the ball is cleared on the field uh, by Michael Cody Michael Cody the ball switches across here to the number 5 number 5 for the roar that's Jack Welsh Jack Welsh sends that ball along a mighty mighty shot not sure if the target is right but it's not it has gone wide both teams now with a wide apiece here in Thomastown we're now gone just uh, two and a half minutes. The nice electronic clock is working here on my left. We'll be able to keep an eye on it. As uh, Dunhamagan get ready to puck the ball out through Andy O'Dwyer. Andy O'Dwyer, despite the breeze, up in the air they go for Who's going to win this ball? It's... Uh, it, it's going to be that's a free that's a free on the number 12 uh, Joe Fitzpatrick Joe was uh, pushed as he went to get that ball and it's going to be a free in it's about 46 or 7 metres out from the roar goal to be taken let's see who's going to take this it looks like it's John Fitzpatrick John Fitzpatrick a left hander not too far away from us here a chance now to tie up the game here in uh, Grennan here in Thomastown a fine crowd and a, a not a bad day at all we'll take days like today as long as whatever's in that dark cloud stays up in the sky John Fitzpatrick getting ready to take this left hander John don't forget that we'll, Don will be going around the county with more games as John Fitzpatrick sends that ball in and um, did he get it over the bar he did he ties the game up the umpire just had to uh, look at it a second time just to make sure and he sends that ball up and it levels the game up at one point apiece here in at, uh, we're now gone just at three and a half minutes gone in the game here ball is pucked out down well down the field goes very well up they go for it brilliantly caught in the air there by Tom Murphy Tom Murphy sends the ball in chance of a goal here another brilliant save uh, and this time it's popped over the bar but really the, the, the uh, Dunhamagan goalie has absolutely made two miraculous saves how that wasn't a goal I'll never know but it was popped over the bar at the end by uh, Kevin Murphy who does pop it over the bar indeed he had a chance he had a chance of a score another ball goes in not sure if this one I think this is another wide yes it is a wide it's a second wide uh, for the Roar in the sea who are playing with a strong breeze now it's moving it's blowing across the field here in uh, Grennan in Thomastown but nevertheless it's still uh, it favours the roar in the seagulls the ball is broken down in the middle of the field Joe Fitz should get this ball it's flicked off of him nice flick one handed nice skill to see that as Rory Delaney tries to get on the ball roar winning this ball here this is with our number 5 Jack Walsh Jack Walsh breaks out with the ball he's being held and he uh, got an opportunity there referee Owen Hayes said there is no advantage in that so it's going to be a straight free for the uh, roar in the seagulls as I said playing with uh, a strength a very strong wind you'd know from the distance here now this is going to be taken by, by Jack Walsh 
He's normally a reliable free taker as Jack taking this now from between the 45 and 65 metre line at his own goal so it's a long distance he's obviously going to give this one plenty of height I'd imagine and that's exactly what it is now will it curl in he's allowed for the win now will it curl in up they go for the ball breaks off of a Donovan player's hand but it is Andy uh, Dwyer who's sharpest to that ball in he sends it out picks up a player nice play there by, by Andy uh, Donovan could be Blown for over Carrington here. No, they're not. They're switching it across. It's gone back from one Carney back further to Paul Kerwin at cornerback. He sends the ball down the field. Up they go for it in the air. Who wins this ball here? It's won by the left cornerback, Joe Ling. Joe Ling, strong Joe Ling. Out further to Pat Ling. Uh, one of the vice captains up to him. Up the ball goes. This one is and the other wire. He's been kept very, very busy. His shot is blocked, but it's gone out off of it on the Magan, off of a roar in the Steak player. And it's a third wide uh, for the for the roll as the ball is kicked out fast fast puck out it comes out to Darrow Keefe Darrow Keefe switches the ball across to the far side he goes back to get it again and uh, he has the ball he sends it down again. who's going to get this ball it's a, it's a bit of free men here they need to be careful it is uh, Darren Fitzpatrick another Fitzpatrick clan gets that ball does he have time to pop it over the bar no he doesn't he didn't have the radar right <clears throat> on this occasion and it still remains at the roar in the league two points it's at Donemagan one point here as we're now gone about just over the six minute mark here getting ready to puck this ball out is the uh, roar goalkeeper uh, Paddy Ling Paddy Ling sends the ball down the field a long distance and brilliantly caught in the air there by the road again across here too their number 12 is going to be bottled up the number 12 is uh, Connor Joyce Connor Joyce has the ball there's still a chance for the road to get a goal here blocked down again there's a great defensive work there from Dunhamagan the road will could rue those chances yet given the uh, the way that they have the breeze in the second in the first half here they just need to be taking some of those chances they've at least at least three uh, chances two great saves there by the goalie for Dunhamagan and the other wire saved two certain goals and he's keeping them in the match as the ball has gone over the line on the far side of the field it's going to be a line ball for the roar in a sea says the linesman and has had a nice crowd over at the, the bank as you come in off the road getting ready uh, to take this is uh, the left half back Pat Ling Pat Ling has been on to play in the forwards as well Dunhamagan picking up any loose players there they're getting instructions to pick up the loose players Ready to take this is Pat Ling, normally a good striker of the ball. Over on the far side of the field, he takes that and sends it in well. Who's going to get this ball? It flicks off of a hurley, but it is uh, now on the far side of the field. It should be a Dunhamagan ball. No, it's not. There's two players tossing for the ball. Down in a bit of a melee. No one getting clean possession, and this is going to be a over the line it goes, and the lines person indicating very clearly that it is a Dunhamagan line ball, and this is going to be taken by Paul Kerwin, their right corner back. Not too many players showing for this ball here. Paul is um, needs a little bit of movement from his players so that he can uh, get this ball to him. He's getting ready to uh, take this shot. We're now gone in this game here. We're now gone just over eight minutes. It's two points to one. It's a low-scoring game. Defences dominating here at the moment in Thomastown. And as I said, plenty of action around the Kilkenny today. Don will be breaking off to go to some of those games during the course of the afternoon as Donovan clear that ball down the field. It's uh, well picked up there by Patling. Patling switches the play over to this side of the field. Good play uh, by uh, the Roar as two players race for the ball. Who's going to get this ball? It's uh, number 11. Uh, Michael Galvin is deprived there. Good play there, it must be said, uh, by the Dunhamagan defence the way they got that ball out racing for the ball here Dunhamagan are going to get possession here <coughs> with um, one of their players let's see when he see his number in a the moment they're switching the play from left to right it's now with uh, Owen Carney Owen Carney sends the ball down the field <coughs> 
Going to meet it is the number 13, Dennis Walsh. Dennis Walsh, Kilkenny under 20 panellists this year, uh, trying to get through on the ball. He has the ball, has run good from there. He's still going in on the ball. He's over on the far side of the field. He's looking for a colleague. He sends the ball out wide out in the middle of the field. All alone is Ray Cody. This should be a handy point for Ray Cody, and it is over the bar. Good play there by Ray Cody. He was left totally unmarked in the middle of the field and uh, didn't pick, didn't get picked up, but it was sent across by Dennis Walsh. Well spotted by Dennis Walsh, and he sends that ball over the bar to tie the game at uh, two points apiece here in Grennan in Thomastown we're now gone uh, just nine just over nine minutes as the uh, drizzle starts to come down a little bit here it's not too bad yet in the air again the Roar winning a lot of ball here should be a point for the Roar and it is too it's sent over the bar there by Kevin Murphy a second point there for uh, Kevin Murphy to uh, put the Roar back into the lead again at three points to two well, Ked, but just the ability of the roar to get the ball uh, caught high and put it over the bar uh, is good for that. And again, here, Dunhamagan win this puck out there. Now, the ball is sent back. He's sent back to their number seven. That's Darrow Keefe. Darrow Keefe switches the ball over to the far side of the field. Up they go over. It's broken down by Kieran Joyce. Kieran Joyce, the experienced inter-county player. He has uh, not controlled the ball. And it is Dunhamagan have it back again. No, they haven't. Good play here by uh, the, the roar lads. They have the ball back to Kieran Joyce. He sends the ball up to the far side of the field, going for the ball here. And that's uh, could have been a free there, but it's not. Ball breaks through. It's Paul Kerwin. Paul Kerwin needs to look up now and he does break away from his marker. He has a chance to drive this ball down the field. He's going to send it short. It is sent short. A nice bit of play by Dunham but they're just maybe overplaying the ball a little bit and the ball comes out here to a roar player. He loses the ball again. Dunham will get this ball here. They have players in abundance with number nine, Darren Fitzpatrick. He sends the ball down into the uh, left corner of the field where it goes to uh, John Fitzpatrick. John Fitzpatrick, look up. He's looking to see who he can who can look out. He's going to go through himself. Maybe he'll get this score. He will too and he put it over the bar, a good point uh, by uh, John Fitzpatrick and that ties up the game again three points apiece, they'll be very happy with that uh, Dunhamagan to uh, have tied up the game even though they're playing against the elements here in uh, Thomastown we're now gone uh, just 11 minutes in the game here and it's uh, it's all square, Dunhamagan with uh, playing against the breeze and they will need to just keep the pressure on the roar, not give them too many chances a roar player is on the ground, bit of shouts from the crowd not sure what happened there he's going to check with the uh, linesman on the far side if you're not even sure who the lines person is over there it is Vivian Holmes is on the line at this side of the field Vivian had a dramatic match to referee last night in Ballyragget between Connie and Liz Downey where Liz Downey bagged a late goal to uh, secure the victory much to the uh, sorrow of a lot of people this uh, person included referee is deciding it's going to be a hot ball so it mustn't have been too much of an incident over on the far side of the field there's instructions going left and right here Noel Hickey telling players to get back into position from the Dunhamagan team as the water bottles are in f- freely distributed around the field here not sure what the delay is at this stage here but Owen is uh, maybe there's a player still getting some treatment yeah the encouragement is coming in from the line as the play is momentarily halted just oh yeah the, the roar player putting the helmet back on now at this stage it is Eddie Prendergast he's alright again as the play is uh, is now um, stopped again and this time it is a line ball which is going to the Roar in on the far side of the field very stop start there for the last uh, few minutes 
just the game momentarily now is not uh, is gone quite flat it was uh, opening up very much in the early stages as the ball is switched over to this side of the field a good line ball the roar will win this possession here now and it's with their number 11 that's Michael Galvin Michael Galvin is going to shoot from distance I'm not sure he's allowed for the breeze though at all and uh, no he gave it he gave it simply too much height and with the breeze he should have been shooting for the far post Dunhamagan trying to get the ball out they're fouled a short puck out that uh, could have been costly but nevertheless they won the free out after a defender was pulled down it was their full back Victor Costello was fouled getting ready to take this is Owen Carney or yes Owen Carney sends the ball down long up they go for the air it breaks it should be with a roar player difficulty getting up the ball here but roar here in numbers it is Joling Joling sends it back to George Murphy George Murphy running at pace down the field he needs to be careful here now and he puts the ball over the line about uh, 45 metres out from maybe it's even less now it's probably about 40 metres out from the the, um, roar goal a chance for Dunhamagan to get into the didn't take the lead they haven't led in this game here yet in Thomastown we're now gone in the first half we're now gone uh, 13 and a half minutes it's three points apiece as the drizzle starts to fall here in uh, Thomastown the ball goes in and the ball is put over the bar and a brilliant line ball a brilliant line ball goes straight over the bar we'll find out in a moment who uh, got that one I think it was Dennis Walsh it was too Dennis Walsh puts that ball over the bar and that puts uh, Dunhamagan ahead for the uh, first time. They've got the last three scores as well, which would indicate a little bit of uh, dominance there for them as uh, Dunhamagan cleared that ball out again, sent out by Owen Carney out to, uh, to Darren Fitzpatrick. Darren Fitzpatrick got a crack in the head there for himself, but the referee is letting play go on. Bit of a puzzle in the middle of the field. Who's going to win this ball here? There should be a Dunhamagan ball. They seem to have the numbers to get the ball, but they're not getting clear possession yet big strong team is Dunhamagan they do win this ball here not much space for it to work but it is sent out by Michael Cody Michael Cody the Kilkenny former Kilkenny panellist it comes back to George Murphy George Murphy having a very effective game at centre half back he sends the ball down the wing not sure that was the wisest ball on his part he might have switched it across to the other side but Owen O'Brien is causing a fair bit of bother here they clicked at number two but making an effective run inside uh, but Dunhamagan get that ball out again it's with Victor Costello he sends the ball out to the middle of the field can Dunhamagan win that ball it's, uh, they are outnumbered but they do come back with the Ball. it's Luke Fitzpatrick another one of the Fitzpatrick clan over on the far side of the field it's with uh, it's with John Fitzpatrick John Fitzpatrick was he taken out of the game no says the referee let's play on he is calling it back now no advantage so he's given a free and a bit of a bit of a late tackle there on uh, John Fitzpatrick and the referee says that is going to be a free in which will be taken by John Fitzpatrick he is their free taker he got a good point earlier on in the um, three and a half minutes from a free from the ex- more or less the same position on the other side of the field let's see what he can do with this one now allowing for the wind John Fitzpatrick getting ready to take this practically on the sideline on the far side of the field he lifts and strikes and sends it in is it good not sure it is the way the umpire made a rush to uh, signal the wide so that's a third wide for uh, Dunhamagan here in uh, Thomastown today as they get ready to puck that ball out uh, Paddy Ling sends that ball long lands it down right on the edge of the D that'll give you an idea the strength of the breeze <coughs> but Dunhamagan are moving well sent across by um, Darren uh, Fitzpatrick to Ray Cody Ray Cody sends the ball down the field and that goes off of uh, John Fitzpatrick and that goes over the line so it's going to be 
another line ball a quick line ball taken that comes back here uh, to uh, Rory Delaney Rory Delaney sends the ball over to this side of the field racing for the ball it, who's going to get this ball this is going to be a tight fit both players um, referee Owen Hayes said it was a free but not so sure I thought both players kind of went at that ball fair and square but it is going to be a free which uh, John Fitzpatrick will now get an opportunity uh, to atone for the last miss it's not more or less where he appointed a free from uh, three and a half minutes into the game here ball being wiped clean by a mentor just to make sure all eventualities are covered as the uh, rain comes down here in uh, Thomastown now it's it's not too bad but at the same time with something we could have done without the umbrellas are going to be going up I suspect John Fitzpatrick getting ready uh, to take this free just barely inside the 65 metre line here in Thomas so sends that ball in he does allow for the wind does he allow for it well he allows for it brilliantly and it sails over right between the posts over the bar and it puts Donna Mangan into a 5 points uh, to 3 lead here against the roar in the steag Right, Nicky, we're just going to go to Hugginstown for a minute or so, OK, to give you a break. OK, go ahead. Richie Power, good afternoon to you. Don, how are you? Not too bad. We're, we're all good here in Hugginstown. Um, uh, good luck you open to this game. We're 18 minutes into the first half. It's Mullabat, five points. Um, O'Loughlin's three points. And you'd have to say Mullabat are doing the better hurling. They probably are. There is a bit of a breeze blowing from the, the, the village side down towards Newmarket, and it's favouring Mullabat, but... They're, they're Mullabat are holding well and creating a lot of chances and uh, they're really working hard off the ball their work rate uh, particularly their forwards and midfield is very very good um, the first score of the game came from Matt Bergen from a free in the first minute and, and um, then in the fourth minute Oshie Knox got a made it all square with another pointed free then Joe Gatton uh, got a great score from play uh, Paddy Deegan then at six for O'Loughlin came up along the field and, and put a brilliant ball over the bar to make it a uh, two points apiece then Ushie Knox from a free and Adam Mansfield for a, for a pint um, made it, made it uh, five, five pints uh, to three but uh, Owen Moore got one back for uh, for O'Loughlin and just as I was speaking to you O'Loughlin's got a pint even though it's gone up on the scoreboard as a Mullabat score I think that's that's wrong and um, it should be it should be five pints to four uh, I, I think uh, John so after 19 minutes it's uh, Mullavat five points or Lachlan's four points Mullavat of course Richie with a point to prove after last week's trashing by Tolleron yeah they're after starting very lively here now and you'd have to say they're after having the better of the first uh, the first 19 we have 19 minutes gone but like I said there's still only a pint in it and there is a bit of a breeze now it was raining and it's after clearing up now hopefully it could continue like that for the next uh, 40 minutes or so but a uh, good lively game Thanks indeed to Richie for that. That's Richie Powell there reporting for Community Medical Kenny. And the match in the St. Francis Credit Union Senior Hurley Championship Group B Round 3 between Mullivat and O'Loughlin Gates. Back to Nicky in Thomastown. Yeah, welcome back here. And the ball is uh, a shot goes straight into the hands of the uh, Donamagan goalie and the Oprah and the Odewire. The game is level here. It's five points apiece here. Couple of scores there. It's since you were with me last from Michael Galvin, a free, and Jack Walsh has brought Donamagan the roar back into the game. The roar now trying to put on a bit of pressure. They'll need a few points in the back here as the ball switches into the corner. Moving out for the ball is the number 12. That's Connor Joyce. Connor Joyce looks up, fails to get the ball up, and kicks it over the line. And uh, Donamagan were about to clear, but Connor probably could have done a little bit better with that one. It goes over over the line and it's going to be a line ball to Dunhamagan up in the corner where Paul where Paul Kerwin is operating out of
getting ready to take it. Is uh, Paul? He's looking up. He hits it well. It hits very well because it hits into the hand of one of his colleagues. Sent out the field further by Owen Carney over on this side of the field. They're racing for the ball. There's a chance now for Donamagan. The slippery surface is beginning to take its toll here now. Donamagan with Adam Fitzpatrick. He got the ball. He slipped and referee on here said you held on to that ball too long. But the surface is getting a little bit greasy now. The little uh, few drops we had there, just a small little drizzle. It's now abated. A little bit. It's not too bad. Although the umbrellas are still up, but uh, that slip by Adam Fitzpatrick did actually catch him. He just held on to the ball that little bit too long and it's now going to be another opportunity can Jack Welch add to that point he scored a moment ago this one is from uh, inside between the 45 and the 65 metre line at his side of the field Jack with the nice uh, pink boots and this one high the distance is no object and I think the accuracy is no object either as he puts that one over the bar a good point uh, by Jack Welch well hit and it does put the Aurora men back into the lead again 6 points to 5 and uh, we're now gone about 20 minutes in the game here in uh, Thomastown last 3 points coming from the Roar so they have responded well a free there a trip on uh, Darren Fitzpatrick which means it's going to be a free for uh, Dunhamagan I mean the game played in a, in a good spirit here at the moment Again, as we say that, the rain kind of comes back a little bit again. It's going to be that sort of a day, to be honest about it. Getting ready to take this is uh, the centre halfback, Michael Cody. No, he's leaving it to uh, one of his colleagues. It's taken by Owen Carney. Owen Carney sends that ball down into the corner, trying to find a colleague. Good play for Donamagan. John Fitzpatrick should have a chance of a score here. Whips it in and puts it over the bar. Good play there by John Fitzpatrick. And Owen Carney knew what he was doing in uh, passing that ball in low into the corner. So ties the game again at six points apiece here in uh, Thomastown. A pretty miserable day overall now to be quite frank about it here in Thomastown as the ball is sent in long down to the end of the dig and up they go for the ball breaks. It's still in there but it's the goalkeeper Andy, o Andy Dwyer. Andy Dwyer has been very influential in that first half with the saves he made. A save two certain goals and also had a part in another one. The ball who's going to win this ball here it is with the, the Roarlads. The Roarlads was there a foul there? Not says the referee. Oh the referee says he overplayed the ball here. There was a touch of a, of a free there I thought for the Roar. No says referee in own Hayes and the penalised then the Roar guy for holding onto the ball too long. Getting ready to take this is Owen Carney again. Owen Carney has been very smart with his frees. He knows where to send them. This one comes straight into this corner again, into the left corner again, where they're. Uh it comes back out. Out it comes. The Roar still have the ball here. It is with. The umbrellas are up now, so it's getting that little bit harder to see the game here. And it's with Eddie um, Tom Dyle. No, Tom Dyle is fouled, and there's going to be a free for uh, the Roar. And then a chance for Jack Welsh. Can he uh, pop over another one? He's got the last, uh, he got two points in the last few minutes. Let's see what he might do. This one is exactly from the same spot as he took the last free from, between maybe slightly closer to his own 45 metre line at this stage. But a chance to shove the Roar back into the lead again. It's six points apiece here. And we're now gone uh, 20. We're now gone 23 minutes here in uh, Thomastown as Jack Welsh. Certainly no problem with the height at all and the distance, but the accuracy. I'm not so sure on this occasion. No, that is um, a fifth wide for uh, the Roar in a Steag. I think he just might have maybe given it a little less guy. He still have got the distance. Okay, as the uh, drizzle seems to continues here, the ball is poked out. A good puck out by Andy Odewer. It goes beyond the halfway line. So maybe that uh, uh, wind is not as strong as it as we might have thought it is. The ball goes in here. There's a chance here. Kieran Joyce. Is 
are going to shepherd it over the line and it is over the line as well and it's a fourth wide for Dunhamagan they'll be disappointed not to have made better use of that ball there was an opportunity there but they coughed up possession not a lot between these two teams very evenly matched the roar would obviously love to have Richie Lahey and a few more guys around the place and they win that ball fullback Victor Costello strong man in that fullback line racing out with this ball here has he had lost he hasn't it's back again with uh, the number 9 for the roar that's Eddie, Eddie Prendergast Eddie Prendergast has lost the ball the Dunhamagan lads are back again in the purse of Michael Cody he's pushed and it's going to be a free uh, for uh, Dunhamagan strong man is Michael Cody a player that many thought maybe might make it onto the Kilkenny team and maybe if he had to be persevered with he just might have well there's still probably chances a young man still may very well make the comeback yet this free is going to be taken by John Fitzpatrick he's brought all the way back out it's in the 65 metre line at the opposite side so he has quite a distance to go here probably the best part of an 80 metre free for John Fitzpatrick he might have stole a yard or two but he's getting ready to take this and can this put Dunhamagan back into the lead here in uh, Grennan in Thomastown pretty miserable day enough now for the players and contending with the rain and the and the and the wind John hits that fair lovely striker with the ball I don't think he has the accuracy tomorrow or another the umpire is trying to make up his mind no it's not it's correct it's a wide ball it makes it uh, five wides uh, for Dunhamagan that's the same as the roar have at this stage getting ready to poke the ball out here now is uh, Paddy Ling Paddy Ling sends the ball down to up they go for the air it breaks down and it's a chance here for uh, Michael Galvin Michael Galvin breaks onto the wing he's trying to move up with the ball he's uh, well hooked it's now with uh, the, uh, Owen O'Brien Owen O'Brien picked that corner back but again the roar cough up possession on the far side of the field a ball was passed by Owen O'Brien to a colleague who let it fall out of his hand not sure who it was I think it was probably uh, Eddie Prendergast went over the line and it's going to be another line ball Paul Cowan has hit more line balls today than I've seen any player hit in a long time but he's uh, getting ready to find a target here again the last time he took a ball he landed it straight into the hand of a colleague now can he do it again as we head into the last five minutes here of the first half in Tamil Sound it carried our, uh, he takes that ball as Paul Kerwin sends it down he gets it back to a colleague who sends it back to him the Roar are with the ball here and they send it back here and it is uh, Patling Patling sends the ball over to this side of the field going for it no one getting it here there's a chance for the Roar here have they got an extra player no they haven't good play by Tonemagan strong there by Victor Costello he sends the ball down the field here it just runs on the ground it's a little bit too much a chance here now uh, for uh, Tom Dyle can Tom Dyle pop this one over the bar I think he just might have got it he has popped it over the bar good score there by Tom Dyle uh, for the Roar and it puts them into uh, a 7 points to six lead as we head into the dying uh, moments of this game good play there uh, by Tom Dial. the ball just did run from pretty good it must be said we're now gone 26 27 minutes uh, in the um, first half the up they go for it in the air again the ball breaks down and this time it goes for Dishy Walsh Dishy Walsh is going to take on his marker he has clear now he's just lost his marker he sends that ball in and sends it straight over the bar good play by uh, Dennis Walsh the father is up the line here from me and uh, yeah he gave a bit of a shout when that one went over the bar and it ties the game up at uh, seven points apiece to um, Dunhamagan seven Roar in a sneak seven. Anybody's match here uh, in uh, Thomastown today. And it, you know, an enjoyable game, but not a lot between these two teams. Donna win that ball again. Well won in the air by Luke Fitzpatrick. Luke Fitzpatrick sends that ball in. I think there's a push in the back here on Dennis Walsh uh, by Joling. Joling is. Uh, been hauled over by the referee said you pushed him in the back taking no excuses at all and it's going to be a pretty simple tap over free here now for uh, John Fitzpatrick 
We're in the 28th minute of the match and it's uh, seven points apiece here in Thomastown. This will put uh, Donamagan ahead. I've not the slightest doubt that uh, John Fitzpatrick will appoint this one. It's a very handy enough free. It'll be eight points to seven in favour of uh, Donamagan. Getting ready to take this. It's uh, between the 20 metre line and the 45 metre line getting ready to take this. Breeze probably has slackened off a little bit. That dropper in, which has also slackened off, has uh, lessened the breeze here in Thomastown, as John Fitzpatrick, as we expected, makes no mistake and pops that one uh, over the bar. Getting ready to puck the ball out here now is uh, Paddy Ling. Paddy Ling sends that ball long. Again, lands it down right on top of the D. Up they go for it in the air. Broken down by the Roar player, but it comes to a Donamagan player. And that Donamagan player is Ray Cody. Ray Cody switches it across to his right-hand side, to Owen Carney. Owen Carney uh, still has the ball. He's trying to get possession. I think Owen Carney could be blown here for overplay. No, he can't. He was going to be overblown. And there's a chance here of a line ball. But the line ball, the ball broke off of a... On a Megan player, I thought, no, says the uh, linesman. It broke off of a roar player, and it's going to be another line ball over on the far side of the field. Uh, this is going to be taken uh, probably by uh, Owen Carney on this occasion. An awful lot of line balls over on that side of the field, it must be said. As we head into the closing stages of the first half, might be a minute or two. There's about about a minute left to the 30th minute mark as Owen Carney gets ready to take it. And a good ball he does. He switches it off to this side field. Up they go from the air. Kieran Joyce breaks it down with his hand and it's switched back. Good play here now. And it comes to George Murphy. George Murphy has a little bit of space. They just need to be careful. Those passes might not work. They did work on this occasion. And it's uh, now with Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan sends the ball in, but he never gave his colleague Owen O'Brien, uh, or Eddie Prendergast, actually much of a chance at all there. He just needed to get the ball in front of him. But the referee has actually stopped play. There's an injury to uh, one of the uh, Roar players, so he's holding up play. It'll be an indirect free out for Dunhamagan. But I'm not sure which of the players. We'll find out in a moment who that player is. As we head in towards the latter stages, the clock says it's now gone over the 30-minute mark, in fact, and it's... uh, eight points to seven in favour of uh, Dunhamagan. They'll be happy enough with that. But the breeze, the flags are actually quite static at this stage. No great advantage of the breeze. But the referee taking uh, the wise decision to hold up play as uh, George Murphy was getting attention there. He's sitting up, drinking the water, and no doubt the magic bottle will have helped uh, bring him around and he'll be all right again as the referee now affords an opportunity to uh, Dunhamagan to take this free out to be taken by uh, fullback Victor Costello. Victor Costello sends this down straight down the field up it goes for in the air. Who's going to win this ball? It should be a Dunham, it should be a, a roar ball. High tackle. Oh a Dunhamagan player has gone down injured. Peter Keneally has gone down injured. Not sure actually what happened there. It seemed uh, it seemed innocuous enough but players went high up in the air and fell down on the ground. The ground is not probably hard enough still but with all the rain that's after falling it should be reasonable enough so Peter Keneally getting a little bit of treatment and this will be a free actually for uh, the roar a high tackle there on uh, Jim Ryan is uh, Jim Ryan is playing actually out the field he's playing it kind of wing forward even though he's wearing number 14 possibly might have profited more with their playing with the wind playing him in around the full forward lane and an awful lot of ball went in there as the uh, drizzle comes back here again in uh, Thomastown just generally a miserable afternoon for the players, probably the spectators maybe even more so. And Peter Keneally, glad to report, is actually okay. Owen Hayes telling 
Jack Welch to go back a bit further. Jack again won't have a problem with the uh, distance given the way he was striking up to now. He just needs to get his accuracy. He needs to get this over to the stanchion behind the goal. The one on the left-hand side that will probably bring the ball in. He just sends it in. He doesn't go for the high, the point. But nevertheless, it's to be talked about Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan is after walking a fair distance. But Jim Ryan has taken the shot. It rattles the net all right. But I'm afraid it's outside the net. And it is a sixth wide for the uh, roar in the sneak. He didn't have much room to swing the hurley, it must be said, as Donovan break down the field again uh, with Darrow Keefe. Darrow Keefe sends the ball down the field. George Murphy trying to get on that ball, but it's, uh, it is won by uh, the roar. Good play by them, broken down uh, to a Donovan player, but a shot and a clearance from uh, Darrow from uh, George Murphy was blocked and it is going to be a line ball uh, for uh, Roar in the sea just down here on our left as Owen Hayes looks at his watch now and will be uh, deciding to blow the halftime whistle uh, pretty pretty soon it must be said Jack Welch takes this ball sends it across the field it comes to Owen O'Brien Owen O'Brien is now moving out from the goal over on the far side of the field who's moving to the ball Dunhamagan players are moving fast as Paul Kerwin on that ball and they should have that ball it comes to Owen Carney Owen Carney switches the ball across the far side of the field and it comes further and now good play by Dunhamagan but the referee halts the play at that stage and deciding that it is uh, going to be half time here uh, in uh, Thomastown uh, today here and uh, we'll just have a word with uh, with uh, with uh, Pat Hoban Pat Hoban is obviously is from uh, Pat is, uh, is from uh, Donovan we'll just have a word with uh, Pat to see how this game is going it is tricky conditions Pat for the two teams in fairness with the wind and the breeze but uh, Donovan will be happy going in absolutely Nicky uh, uh, a poor start I suppose first couple of minutes could have conceded two goals but a great couple of great saves there brilliant saves by yeah, Andy absolutely yeah. and then they've, they've really worked hard around the middle of the field John Fitz has took his freeze really well and they stayed in the game so great place to be at this stage yeah. yeah not a lot between the two teams though it must be said although the breeze stopped for a while with the rain came and now it's back a little bit again yeah and it's hard to judge I'd say on the pitch it seems to be coming into us nearly more so across the field rather than rather than up and down it but you'd imagine whatever breeze will there will be in Dunhamagan's favour but we saw in a sneak hit a couple of long range wide so something you need to be careful of yeah and uh, we talk about Andy O'Dwyer apart from the two brilliant saves he's getting great distance on his puck outs as well even though against the breeze yeah that's the bit that's concerned or not concerned me but I, I, that I'm confused I suppose about the wind I'd say it's coming across he is doing really really well he's kept us in it in that first half to be fair. well for Dunhamagan obviously a third win would be a big boost and we'll have them looking down and everybody else whereas the Roar do need another win otherwise they're in a they don't know they're in a tricky enough territory yeah no a great third win would be fantastic you know to go in to, to go in with six points but look we're a long way away from that Nicky now and as we've seen uh, the wind didn't do anything for Innistique this half so Dunhamagan will have to show the same grit and determination to, to push it on ok Patrick we might talk to you at the end of the game thanks Thank for that ok d- Don that's it for uh, from Thomason here until half, half time here now and uh, we have uh, Dunhamagan shading it by eight points to seven and we come back to you uh, we'll let you know when the second half resumes for now back to the studio thanks indeed to Nicky for that there indeed of course Dunhamag and India send the seat there by a single point eight points to seven it's 2.35 via clock watching on this Saturday afternoon Community Radio Kilkenny City Saturday Music and Sport Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery Country Style Foods Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus Community Radio Kilkenny City For the people By the people Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery Country Style Foods Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus Community Radio Kilkenny City For the people By the people 
And welcome back there at, of course, 30 minutes before the hour, 23 minutes before the hour of 3 o'clock. If you're not, if you just joined us, it's Saturday Amusing Sport with Don Devlin. We're here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. And, of course, our live commentary game this afternoon, of course, is the match between Dunhamagan and Innesteeg. That, of course, is in the, in, 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 in intermediate, of course, in, in Thomastown. And that, of course... Nicky Brennan, you can join him for the second half shortly. But let's go around the grounds. It's the same St. Credit, St. Francis Credit Union Senior Hurler League Championship Group B, Round 3. Mullivat are playing O'Loughlin Gales in Huggestown. Richie Power. Richie Power. Yes, Don. Uh, it's half time here, Don, in, in Huggestown, and there's a point in this game. Mullivat are eight points to O'Loughlin seven. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the scores have come from place balls. It's 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 hard going. You know, it did rain before the game. Probably made the conditions uh, very very slippery. And um, but look at overall, you'd have to say Mullavat probably looked a better team in that first half. And you know, had had one or two wides that you know normally they, they would have nailed, and they created two reasonably goal chances and didn't and didn't get anything from any of the two of them. So you know, they might pay a price for that as the game go, uh, you know later on in the game, but. Uh, you know, our Lockins were, were gone down a couple of points, but they worked their way back into the game. A point from Owen Wall, number 11, at centre forward. Then George Malloy came up and got a point from a left half back. And Matt Bergen hit two frees then and to, to, level, it, uh, to level it. And uh, Ushie Knox then nailed two frees from Mullavat to put him two up. But just on the call, uh, on the 30th minute, Keen Loy got a point from play for Olockins to leave it eight points to seven. Um, Olockins have uh, Mickey Butler gone off injured. He took a very, very heavy knock early in the game, but he played on. He, he, he played on, and uh, just about six minutes before half time, they, 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 they had to pull him out. So he's going to be a big loss to Olockins. Tony Forrestal has come on instead of him. He's well experienced, but, um, you know, with the, the quality of Mickey Butler, they're definitely going to miss him. Look, you'd have to say the wind is there is a bit of a wind in it. I thought after the last shower it died a bit, but it's blown up again now and it starts to rain again here again, Don. So look at I leave you. I'll go back to the the studio at half time it's from Levat eight times or locked in seven. Thanks indeed to Richie Power for that there. So Mon Levat in the ascendancy there in the first half and of course big blow to a lockless there, losing of course. Kilkenny fullback Mikey Butler true injury now there's also a junior game going on at the moment in the JJ Captain and Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Group A Round 1 Greg Namana are playing Tullaher Ross Birkin that's in Park Naraha and we say good afternoon to Seamus Kendi Seamus good afternoon to you good afternoon Tullaher are 1-4 at the moment at half time here and Greg Namana are 8 pints Greg Namana are totally dependent on Michael um, on Niall Hayden who has scored 6 frees from 8 points scored totally dependent on him to keep him in this game Tullerher got a fantastic start with Connor Hennessy scored in one goal and one point within three minutes it's a sluggish game uh, there's a hell of a win down here um, I suppose for statistics Tullerher have eight players under 20 years of age started here today so back to studio Thanks indeed to Seamus and we'll check in with you at full time to see how that one goes there. That's in the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Group A, Round 3. Greg Lamanna versus Tullahar Ross Birkin at the moment. So only a point in that one there. Indeed. Now let's change codes for a minute. We can tell you that in the Championship the earlier match, newly promoted Plymouth, they were playing their second home match of the season. They were at home to relegated Southampton. And a late Southampton goal was sealed because the final score was Plymouth Argyle 1, Southampton 2. Shea Adams getting the decisive goal in the 94th minute for Southampton. Of course, Shea Adams could be his last goal for them. He's subject, of course, of a bid of 12 million 
£2,500 from Everton at the moment. And of course, there's other championship matches on as well today. They're all 3 o'clock kickoffs. Blackburn Rovers will entertain Hull City. Bristol City will play Birmingham City. Leaders Leicester are at home to Cardiff City. Middlesbrough looking for the first win of the season. They play Huddersfield Town. Queen's Park Rangers host Ipswich Town. Sheffield Wednesday play Preston North End at Hillsborough. Stoke City are home to Watford. Sunderland play Rotherham United. And Swansea City play Coventry City. There's also Premiership today. At, and of course all these are all kick-off. Some of them are three o'clock kick-offs and our Fulham will play Brentford. Liverpool plays their home first match of the season at Anfield. They're home to AFC Bournemouth. Um, the Luton versus Burnley match has been postponed. That's due to, of course, Luton's pitch not being ready yet and are up to Premiership standards. Up to Premiership standards. Wolverhampton Wonders will play Brighton and Hove Albion and then, of course, at 5.30 this evening, you have Tottenham and Hotspur versus Manchester United and at 8 o'clock is Manchester City versus Newcastle United. Now, let's see, get some racing results up to date. The 2.35 for Newmarket. First past the post was number two, Array. 13-2 on favourite. Second was number Number five, Rubble, at fourteen to one, and six ran in that race. The two thirty from Doncaster on the flat. First p- past the post is number two, Star Star Start, eleven to eight favourite. Second was number eight, two plus two, sixteen to one. The two twenty five from Newbury. First past the post is number nine, Desperate Hero, four to one. Second was number three, May Sonic, eighteen to one. And third was number six, Katie Content, nine to one. From fourth place was number eleven, four a day, nine to one, and nine run in that particular race. Irish racing today comes from the Curra, and the two twenty was won by number eight, Dagoda, eleven to four favourite. Second was number seven, Paradise Perfect, nine to two, and third was number fourteen. Rattle the onion bag, 33 to 1. Who names those horses? 15 ran there. And keep it to 210 from Ripon. First pass the post is number 2, Government Cole, 38 favourite. Second was number 8, Tropical Island, 7 to 2. And third was number 6, The Coffee Pot, at 100 to 38 ran there. And finally, the 215 from Pert. First pass the post is number 9, Belle of Annadale, 8 to 1. Second was number 3, Harold du Marie, 11 to 4. And Third was number five, Oliver Travels, the 11 to 10 on favourite. That's keeping up to date with what's happening. Of course, don't forget, of course, in the Viva Stadium earlier, later on today, Ireland will take on England in their World Cup match, so they will indeed. So they will. Right, let's go back to Thomastown. Nicky? Yeah, Don, welcome back here to Thomastown as the two fields, two teams get ready now, line up uh, to start the second half. We don't know if there's any changes yet, let's not worry about that. In the start of the second half, it is the uh, guys from Dunhamagan. They lead at half time by eight points to seven. It's a very tight game. The wind actually will now favour the Dunhamagan as in the second half. Let's see what difference it will make. It wasn't a huge factor in the first half. The roar did get a couple of wides, and they're getting away with the ball here now. The ball is switched back at uh, two. They're number five. The number five, Jack Walsh. He loses the ball again, but it is a chance uh, for them to get the ball down with Tom Dyle. Tom Dyle doesn't, uh, he fails to hold the ball. A bit of a schmuzzle who has it over on the far side of the field. Just taking a lot of time to get the ball. Sloppy there from uh, the roar as the Donovanagans get across the field. They should get this ball here, and they do too with uh, Joe Fitz. Joe Fitz, he passes it back to a colleague. They're just overplaying the ball. Joe Fitz uh, illegally passed that ball as what. Our referee Owen Hayes is saying and uh, one of the uh, Dunhamagan players is down and is uh, is in a bit of agony I think it's Michael Cody he's uh, seems I've got a leg injury whether it was a knock or not I don't know but it's uh, there's a bit of argy-bargy going on but Michael Cody looks in a little bit of distress out bang in the middle of the field here at the start of the uh, second half 
We've just barely gone into the second half. Uh, less than a minute now at this stage. We're actually just gone past the first minute. This will obviously add to the stoppage time at the end of the game here with Donamagan leading Roar in the Stieg by a single point, eight points to seven. This victory would put Donamagan on six points and put them in a very strong position for the first or second spot. Thomastown are also in this group and they're also pretty much assured. So a win for Donamagan today would probably determine the first two places in Group B of the Michael League Motors Intermediate Hurling League Championship. As uh, Michael Cody continues to get treatment on the far side of the field, Concern on the face of Noel Hickey who's just gone in as well uh, to see how he is he does look in a little bit of uh, stress it is a leg injury or a muscle injury but Michael Cody is getting up he does appear as if he's okay maybe it was just a knock he's limping a little bit but he's going to uh, run it out as a free for the Dundee roar in a seag on the far side in 20 metres now Jack Walsh who was very good in the first half. let's see what he what he does here he sends the ball in this one is not going to find his target it is uh, gone wide that is going to be, uh, that's a seventh wide uh, for the Dunhamagan lads, their first of the second half uh, from that shot. The ball is popped out uh, by Andy O'Dwyer. Andy O'Dwyer sends that ball down and this time it lands across on the far side with Patling. Patling puts up the hand and does well, sends it back to George Murphy. They're just maybe a little bit of ball playing here. Back to uh, Joling. Joling sends the ball down the field to Owen O'Brien. Owen O'Brien switches it out. The problem in switching it out is he sends possession back to Dunhamagan uh, to Ray Cody. Ray Cody sends the ball in and there's a chance here. Could have been a free. No, this raw ball, all shouting for freeze on both sides but referee on Hayes I think sensibly sees that the ball is in a melee and it uh, could have uh, maybe been a dangerous situation people complaining to the linesman the linesman is not at all happy and he's calling in on on uh, Here's the referee. This is going to be a free for Dunhamagan. But the linesman, I think, took a little bit of, uh, let's what to say, a bit of guff from somebody on the sideline. And uh, I think referee Owen Hayes is going to have a word with him. And um, he's uh, not sure if, oh yeah, I think Owen is going to do something about it now. So he's uh, going to be taking the name of uh, an official from Dunhamagan. I'm not sure who any of these guys are, but he's going to take his name. He might even be sent outside the wire at this stage, not sure what's going to happen here but he's going to have a word with him anyway and uh, the um, the linesman was certainly something was obviously said to the linesman I suspect because it didn't appear to be uh, a big thing early on so let's see what's going to happen here now Owen Hayes is talking to the various Dunhamagan mentors and uh, he's taken the name of the Dunhamagan official still talking to the linesman here I'm not sure now whether it is wise to hold up the game too long deal with the incident and move on might be the, the wisest course of action he's gone back to the said official again he's sending him outside the wire yes he's uh, gone outside the wire lying on the fence and uh, he will uh, anything he'll do from here on in well, sure, he's literally in the same vicinity as the uh, mentors for Donovan anyway. So John Fitzpatrick gets ready to put his side uh, two points ahead here. It's uh, just uh, shy of the 65-meter line, almost in front of us here, out on the sideline, a couple of meters in from the sideline. Getting ready to take, he's been striking the ball very well, just had one miss in the first half. And the mentor still remonstrating with the linesman might be as well off now to just leave it at that as John Fitz gets that one, sends it in. I think he all oh, hits the post and comes back into play. There's a chance here. 
who's going to get this ball what a dangerous ball it's right on the goal line it's brought out by Kieran Joyce Kieran Joyce gets the ball out still, uh, still not cleared out a chance there uh, but should be probably a line ball I suspect for the roar no it's not it's kept into play up here on the right hand side very difficult to see the ball comes across uh, to uh, Tom Doyle Tom Doyle sends the ball down the field but there's Donna Megan players in abundance here and it's with um, Owen Carney Owen Carney switches to play across to side the field a long shot uh, from Darrow O'Keefe Darrow O'Keefe from a long distance what has he done he's put that ball over the bar a great point by Darrow O'Keefe but again the roar will have to ask there was a lot of looseness there on the part of the roar they just left Darrow O'Keefe and a couple of players on their own and he sends that one from uh, 90 metres putting it over the bar to make it 9 points to 7 in favour of uh, Dunhamagan and they now have a free beginning to exert a little bit of control on this match we're now gone uh, almost uh, two minutes into this game here uh, in uh, Thomastown in the second half. A long free here now for the uh, Dunhamagan lads. It's going to be taken by Owen Carney. Owen Carney who's striking the ball very well sends it in long. I think he hasn't got the radar right. It does go high and it does go wide. And it is an eighth wide or sorry a six wide for Dunhamagan I should say their first of the second half getting ready to puck the ball out is uh, Paddy Ling in the roar goal he sends it over to the far side of the field up they go for it in the air no clear winner it looks it could be with uh, the number seven Darrow Keefe who got that great point a moment but he gets that ball he sends it down the direction of Michael Cody bit of looseness here on the part of the roar Joe Fritz from a long distance he sends that one up to the clouds up to the clouds and uh, let's see what's going to happen here it's going to be another wide a bit of a a bit of a wasted shot there from uh, Joe Fritz gave it probably too much sky as the ball comes over to this side of the field quick puck out to Michael Galvin Michael Galvin looks up he sends the ball back in the direction of Joe Ling Joe Ling sends that ball high in around the edge of the D up they go for it in the air broken down it should be breaking down to Jim Ryan Jim Ryan a big man a fair shoulder it's in for Jim Ryan and he was dispossessed he uh, felt that shoulder but was absolutely on the button in terms of his shoulder he could be in a spot of bother after let's see what happens in a moment he's still on the ground but it comes back out now to Tom Dyle Tom Dyle fails to hold the ball it's sloppy from the roar and they lose possession now it goes up to further up into John Fitzpatrick John Fitzpatrick Kieran Joyce trying to win that ball good play by Joyce he needs to look back he's going to send that ball long there's nobody short for it he sends the ball down the field again it's going to be sent back again by the um, Donamagan lads but no it didn't need to because it's sent over the line and uh, Jim Ryan is down and uh, looks to be injured and you don't knock down Jim Ryan too easy but it was an on the button uh, shoulder it must be said and referee on Hayes was correct to let the ball go Roar will need to be probably warming up a player Jim Ryan is sitting up here now but he got a fair old knock and those who know Jim Ryan know he's no small man over on the far side of the field Dunhamagan getting ready uh, to take uh, this line ball be taken is this uh, by Darrow Keefe the left half back he's been striking the ball very well no this one is Michael Cody back in action again good to see it hold on says uh, referee Owen Hayes he wants that taken again not sure why perhaps he's letting the uh, treatment of Jim Ryan go ahead uh, un, uh, un, un, unimpacted by the game so far or maybe he's going to haul it and stop it until such time as he gets treatment over on the far side of the field it is a chance uh, for Dunhamagan to retake this time as Darren Fitzpatrick is going to take this Jim Ryan is up and thankfully he's okay again and can resume his duty Darren Fitzpatrick on the far side of the field a nice crowd here in Thomastown for this Michael Ling Motors intermediate hurling game here between two great rivals Rory Nestee and Dunhamagan both of course hoping to uh, get back up into the senior grade where they played so well for so many years 
Darren Fitzpatrick gets ready to take this, sends this one is down low up into the corner. John Fitzpatrick wins that ball. He slips and uh, does he lose possession? He gets a half a shot in. Well, comes Kieran Joyce reads it well, sends the ball back down the field. Well read by the former Kilkenny star. Up they go for it in the air. Brilliantly won there by the roar inside. And there's a free there caught on Kevin Murphy. Kevin Murphy won that ball well in the air and he's fouled. And there is going to be a free in. The roar introduced a sub. Number 22, Joe Monholland, uh, comes on the team for the roar in the Stieg. Let's see who's uh, coming off not sure yet who's actually coming off we'll find out in a moment uh, Joe Mulholland good underage player a card for one of the Dunhamagan players I think it was for number 7 uh, Darrow O'Keefe chance here now for the roar to bring it back to the minimum margin Michael Galvin is their free taker I'll tell you in a moment who's coming off the uh, the roar team I think it is number Number eight, I think, has gone off the team. That's a point over the bar there for uh, Michael Galvin. It looks like it could be Eddie, or sorry, not Eddie, Tom Doyle, I think, who would be gone off the team. He wasn't playing too bad, but however, they've made changes now, and it's at eight points uh, to nine game here, and it's going to be a free out. The puck out was uh, taken there, won by the roar, good win there by the roar, and they get a free out on their half-back line. Uh, Patling foul there. This is going to be taken by Kieran Joyce. Normally a long striker of the ball is Kieran. It's uh, just inside the 45-metre line. He looks up to see if there's any movement for the ball. He sends it down into the right-hand corner. Up they go for it. No space there at all as Owen Carney gets that ball. He sends it back uh, to Michael Cody. Michael Cody sends the ball in, but in trying to uh, get it to one of his colleagues, he overhit the ball here. But a quick ball is taken here, and it's now with uh, the number 10. That's uh, Tom Murphy. Tom Murphy sends the ball across here to Patling. Patling is hooked. Good play by the... And there's a chance here, but uh, Dunhamagan are there in numbers. Anytime the roar get the ball, they're being hounded out of it. And Dunhamagan working the ball. It should be a roar ball here, not at all. Uh, Dunhamagan just come racing out here at, within the, with the tackle. Who has the ball? And it is with Joe Fitzpatrick. Joe Fitzpatrick, was he fouled? No, he's not. It goes into across into um, Peter Keneally. He fails to win the ball here. There's a chance here. A slap down, a late tackle on a roar player. And they're going to get a free from the 65-metre uh, line here on in front of me so they have it's a good distance here now uh, to take this for Jack Walsh but he's been striking him very well don't forget plenty of games coming on on Lachlan Gales and Moldavat taking place out in Hogan Don will be going to Richie Power and we also have a junior game between Tullerher and Greg Namana the neighbours they're playing down in Park Naraha in that Glenmore and Don will be joining them later on as indeed more matches this afternoon coming to you on Community Radio Kilkenny City uh, compliments of uh, Michael Ling Motors of course uh, John Brennan Machinery um, ball is in around the goal area we just need to watch that one JJ Cavan and Sons and Countryside Foods they're our, they're our sponsors here and uh, it's going to be a free in for overplaying the ball it was a tight call but there's a chance here now for Dunhamagan and Michael Galvin or sorry Rory the Stieg and Michael Galvin to uh, make the, the sides level again another sub warming up uh, for the uh, Roar lads, it is number 21 number 21 is uh, Tom O'Callaghan again a good, another good uh, underage player this should be a simple tap over for uh, Michael Galvin to tie the game here in Grennan here in Thomastown at nine points apiece. It's always going to be a low scoring game to be honest about it and Michael Galvin makes no mistake about that as he sends uh, that ball in and he sends it over the bar. Getting ready to poke out the ball here is 
and the other wire what a great couple of great saves he made in the first half crucial as the ball uh, the ball has gone over the line no sort has kept in the line and it's off of it it's off of it on a magnet knee uh, the ref the linesman got that 100% right actually don't know the linesman but he's a young fella so uh, good to see young lads taking an interest in uh, the game and uh, being involved as match officials they're uh, definitely needed <laughs> he's just reminding the guy who was sent outside the wire get outside the wire oh bad a bad line ball there for the roar uh, poorly struck by Pat Ling puts a straight out over the line literally two yards from where he struck that ball he'll be disappointed with that Pat normally a good striker as Dunhamagan get ready now to take a line ball themselves taking it is Dennis Walsh he hit over a lovely line ball from kind of the same position on the far side of the field in the first half. Let's see what he can do this time when favoured with the breeze. The breeze is not huge, but it is a factor. Dennis Walsh, beautiful strike, and he has the, it was brilliantly struck, but didn't have the radar right, and he sends it wide, and it is the eight wide for the uh, Dunhamagan. As out the ball comes out fast, and it comes uh, to the 22. That's uh, Joman Holland. He switches the ball across to a colleague. Up they go for it in the air. Dennis uh, Jim Ryan trying to get that ball he loses it Dunhamagan uh, again already in the stronger position they're just Rora struggling to get possession of the ball down in attack at times losing the ball far too easily to their opponents Dunhamagan will come out with this ball here now they do switch it across the middle here and uh, that's uh, sent up the field again there's a chance here now and it's Dennis Walsh on the ball and moving on further to it's Adam Fitzpatrick Adam Fitzpatrick loses the ball to Joe Fitzpatrick Joe Fitzpatrick to Pat Ling Pat Ling sends that ball down the field a chance there for Dunhamagan but there's a bit of holding inside here the referee didn't actually see it and it's very won, well won by Paul Kerwin but was he holding first it doesn't matter the pace let go on now it's, <coughs> it's Darren Fitzpatrick Darren Fitzpatrick across the middle brilliantly cut out there by the number 5 Jack Walsh Jack Ball sends it in a left handed strike over the bar that's the best score of the game uh, from uh, Jack Walsh he dispossessed a ball that seemed to be heading in the uh, direction of the Dunhamagan as they seem to have it well built up moving down the field but it's 10 points to 9 and it does put the roar in a sieg uh, into the game here in uh, Thomastown ahead of the game I should say they're leading by a single point a good uh, comeback by the roar but there's a chance here now for Dunhamagan uh, with John Fitzpatrick John Fitzpatrick he can't catch the ball and he's got it three times but he's making some headway we, and that was a lovely hook on, Jack Fitzpatrick, on uh, John Fitzpatrick and that ball goes over the line for a ninth wide uh, for the Dunhamagan and it's very well done although John Fitzpatrick did very well to move away from his marker a chance a change on the Dunhamagan team number 19 is uh, Colin Fitzpatrick there's certainly more Fitzpatricks around the place than me and uh, coming off the Dunhamagan team I think is possibly Adam Fitzpatrick I think didn't see that but I think it's Adam Fitzpatrick who's actually gone off the team ball is pucked out now down the field good puck out despite the breeze that's moving the ball is moving well Dunhamagan have control of this ball here again that's a chop it should have been a free it is a free the referee did uh, see it as we saw it a straight chop on uh, Dunhamagan player as they tried to break out uh, with the ball here the linesman has the flag up again is he looking to uh, remonstrate with somebody else again the old uh, the old drop of rain is starting to fall here in Thomastown the wind is uh, fairly strong but not hugely decisive don't know why the linesman has still has his flag up he has it taken down now uh, this is going to be free it's going to be taken uh, by Owen Carney Owen Carney sends that ball down low he just fails to find a marker it's with uh, Pat Ling Pat Ling is hooked again that's not the first time that's happened Pat today but he's won back with the ball strong lad Pat and it sends it down to Michael Galvin Michael Galvin moves on to that ball well he has a little bit of space Michael needs to switch that ball in around the goal area it should be cut out it goes in on top of the goalie and the other wire and the other wire has a little bit of space to look up he sends it over to the far side 
side of the field Owen O'Brien trying to go on that ball but it's picked up uh, by George Murphy George Murphy should get that ball but it beats all the players over the line and this looks like it's going to be a line ball for the Roar in the Steag lines person there Vivian Holmes saying it is a Roar in the Steag ball which was a correct decision Jack Welsh who got that wonderful left handed point a moment ago uh, he's uh, taking this uh, line ball here getting ready to strike it and the umbrellas are up it's not too bad it's bearable enough we're not too bad as the ball goes into the air brilliantly caught there by Michael Cody Michael Cody a fine defender switches the ball over onto the corner the right hand corner of the field a chance here for that number 19 who's just come on there Colin Fitzpatrick Colin Fitzpatrick has that ball switches across uh, to uh, John Fitzpatrick yes it's gone over the bar just inside the post John Fitzpatrick oh it was a point alright I think in fairness as I saw it, it was a, a point. The roar saying it was wide, but I, I have to say I thought it was a point myself. It's ten points apiece. Nothing separating these uh, two rivals here uh, in Thomastown today. A couple of players tying their laces. Let's see what the clock is saying. It's now saying uh, uh, 47 minutes, I think, gone in the game, which means it's, uh, it's uh, 17 minutes here. Donna Megan looking there, they're going to bring on more substitutions. No, there's not. There's a puck out going to be taken on uh, my right here. Uh, further or by Paddy Ling. Paddy Ling sends that ball down up in the air. Nobody wins that ball, but it will come back to Jack Welsh. Jack Welsh is trying to make space into the middle. A ball flicked in front of him to Owen O'Brien. Owen O'Brien does have a little bit of space here. Now there's a chance opening up. The ball comes in here now for uh, the roar. There's no space in there. That ball is not going to be hit. They're just, oh, the referee has called it back. Maybe a little lucky there. There was a little bit maybe of hand around the body as the, the number 13 Kevin Murphy tried to make headroads there but a good penetrating run there by Owen O'Brien he had to ship a couple of tackles but did that got the ball in one handed into Kevin Murphy and it's going to be a free in says uh, referee Owen Hayes uh, from Thomastown this will put the roar back again Michael Galvin uh, will, will point this one over the bar He's going to make it 11 points uh, to 10 in favour of uh, the Roar Innistig. They're doing very well in the second half given the circumstances. Again, the breeze. And this should be a simple tap over from Michael. It's on the 20 metre line. This linesman is very fond of waving this flag here. And uh, Michael Galvin does put that one over the bar. And uh, the linesman, I think, if he wants attention, he's going to have to uh, call over referee Owen Hayes. He's calling over Owen Hayes. And uh, let's see what he has to say. Perhaps uh, some of the... Uh, some of the roar mentors might be in a spot of bother here now. I think the ref linesman has just maybe been a little bit fussy. A little bit fussy. Not a lot between these two teams here now, which is makes it 11 points to 10 in favour of the roar. They would certainly do with another brace of points here where Dunhamagan, a brace of points would guarantee them. Yeah, he's telling, he's, he's telling... Mike Declan Byrne, just to take it a little bit easy on the line there, Declan was uh, saying hello in a roar in a Sikh accent to the linesman. So, anyway, getting ready to puck out the ball here now. It's Andy Odewire. Andy Odewire sends that long, a long, long ball down towards the over the 45 metre line. The ball breaks to Pat Ling. A rarity in hurling. The ball is on the ground. Will Jim Ryan get this ball? He wins this ball. Jim now is out at centre half forward on Michael Cody. Big, strong man. He's. Uh, He's lost possession of the ball, but he has Cody has done well, but Jim Ryan still has the ball, trying to break through here. I don't know, will they, will they get through that uh, strong defence? Who's going to win this ball here? I think it's Donna Magan are coming out with the ball. 
no clear possession but it is uh, no it is the Roar have it again it's back out to feel good play by the Roar it comes out uh, to Michael Galvin Michael Galvin switches across to Owner Brian Owner Brian oh they had a chance to get the ball and they fluffed it Connor Joyce dropped it again fortunately for Connor he's done that a couple of times today maybe it was better leave it to O'Brien but they clear up the field as Paul Carroll with the ball there was a tug on a jersey there yes and the uh, yeah the, the referee saw Dennis Walsh's jersey uh, was tugged by Joe Fitz or by Joe Ling I should say and uh, no question about it I think uh, Joe might just be getting himself a yellow card for that hit uh, jersey pull but a uh, good play by Dunhamag and they wanted to hit the ball low in the direction of Dennis Walsh and when that happened um, there was only going to be one result number 17 is on uh, for Dunhamag and that's Conor Hoban that's Pat La- Pat Hoban's lad a good big strong man it must be said Getting ready to take this is uh, John Fitzpatrick. It's literally a fraction outside the uh, 65 meter line again. Distance will be no object. Can he just, uh, can he narrow, uh, can he tie the game up again, I should say, make it 11 points apiece here in uh, Thomastown? Again, sends that ball in. Lovely, crisp, clean strike. And he puts that ball over the bar to tie up the game at 11 points apiece. Another sub uh, going on the team for the roar, number 30. Number 30 for the roar is um, William Ash Doyle. He's coming on now, not sure who is uh, coming off. It does look as if it's uh, number 12, Connor Joyce is the player making way. Yeah, the referee checking. Did the player go off? They did. That's the case. Now it's 11. It's 11 points apiece here in Thomastown. Anybody's game here at this stage. We've gone 20 minutes in the game. A chance here for the Roar. No breaking through here. It is Pat Ling. Oh, should they have all oh, Pat Ling? They should have. They just fluffed that one. A goal chance for the Roar and they should have made better use of that Pat Ling was indecisive he probably should have possibly gone further himself or even popped it over the bar now there's a quick puck out and there's a chance here for Dunhamagan uh, through Darren Fitzpatrick sends that ball in and sends it over the bar and puts them back into the lead yeah I think that was a, a costly error there by uh, Rory the Steak. they had a chance of a score but Darren Fitzpatrick puts that ball over the bar and to put it back into the lead again Dunhamagan have got the last uh, two scores and another sub going on for Dunhamagan it's their number 20 number 20 is Andy Hickey Andy Hickey who has been injured but Andy has been a strong player for uh, Kilkenny under eight sides all along we're now gone 52 minutes in this match here so it means as a uh, 22 minutes gone here in the second half. Uh, going off is, I think, um, yeah, and yeah, number 11, Peter Keneally, is, uh, is going off. Andy Hickey. Ball is poked out. Who's going to win this ball here? No clear winner here. But remember, it is the Dunhamagan lads have gone into the lead with that point. It's Michael Cody picking up the loose ball. Loose ball. He has a little bit of space. He switched it into the far corner. The wind is bringing it a long way down. Joe Ling trying to get the better of uh, Dennis Walsh. She's doing very well. They just need to be careful. It goes back to the goalie, Paddy Ling. Paddy Ling switches over to far side of the field. That was a sloppy kind of a clearance for them. That was careless now. But George Murphy, has he got this ball here? He has. He's moving well. That was a funny pass. He got away with it though. As Kieran Joyce has the ball. No, he hasn't. He's dropped the ball here. He's under a bit of pressure trying to win possession but it is Joe Ling who's coming back again big strong man Joe uh, with the ball he switches across the field didn't give much as a push in the back anyway uh, on uh, the roar player number two the roar player that's um, Owen O'Brien who's playing very very deep 
picked that corner back but he's playing off the field and a push in the back very clear easy decision for referee Owen Hayes to make we're now gone uh, 53 nearly 54 minutes it's a one point game 12 points to 11 here in Thomastown it's still anybody's match as Kieran Joyce sends that ball long Donamagan had their chances but probably the goal chances have been mainly coming the roar's way and they've missed three at least three maybe four goal chances that could prove risky they just need to watch out now there's spare men around the place again going through there's no space to hit this ball at all they just need to get it out this could be a free out for overplaying the ball it's not but Dunhamagan strong in defence they've shown very strong in that defence all afternoon Luke Fitzpatrick he gets the ball he loses it there's a chance here now for Pat Ling Pat Ling has to switch the ball across the middle there simply is not an inch to move out here uh, no space whatsoever as uh, there's a chance here now there's all oh, chance around the head here now uh, for uh, Kevin Murphy has the ball no he's losing it again who has it inside here nobody has it inside as uh, try to get the ball out. now there's a chance here for Owen O'Brien and a shot here he sends it in oh brilliant save again and a double save and save again oh Andy o, Andy O'Dwyer he has been the star here today there's no question about it another brilliant save by Andy O'Dwyer saved from Owen O'Brien how did he manage to get that in Owen O'Brien hit that ball uh, very well it must be said uh, but it didn't, uh, it didn't sneak in he kept it in play George Murphy has the ball on this side of the field he needs to send it down to a colleague uh, it's with um, they just need to be careful Joe Ling is this ball he's lost the ball Joe Ling now this could prove costly Donald Mangan are going to have a, this is a chance of a point will this one put straight over the bar this will be um, I think it is put over the bar it is put over the bar by Dennis Walsh Dennis Walsh puts that one over the bar and it has come totally from a turnover ball they I have to say they, they, they roar in the seeds lads they made a mess of that that's about the simplest way you can put it it's 13 points to 11 in favour of the Dunhamagan or the Dunhamagan lads at this stage they have edged ahead it's now gone uh, 55 minutes in the second half there's about 5 minutes left but there's a couple of minutes of injury time oh the roar just didn't take their chances they had at least 3 goal scoring chances 4 I'm being told here by somebody in front of me but definitely uh, 3 and they should have uh, taken those they should be they should be further on they should be more on the scoreboard and they're, uh, they, this could prove costly uh, for the Roar lads they just needed to maybe pop over a few points full forward now Jim Ryan is hobbling inside how much more he'll be able to play I don't know he is around the goal area which makes him definite threat but he probably took that knock earlier and has not fully recovered from it yet sub coming on the uh, Donamagan team here number uh, 21 for Donamagan that is uh, Shane, Sean O'Keefe Sean O'Keefe uh, for Donamagan is on and uh, let's see who's actually coming off I think it's uh, possibly number well we're not sure actually yet the referee is waiting yes it is uh, it is number 12 it is uh, Joe Fitz he's coming off uh, carrying a bit of a leg it must be said to be fair to him so can't uh, carry on any longer I mean this has been a, an energy sapping game there's been not a lot in it as the ball is switched back to, uh, to George Murphy George Murphy has some much space he's going to take on players and finding a little bit of space a brave play out of him but again a pass a poor pass by George he didn't give his own players much of a chance there's very little in it they've been taken by the Dunhamagan det- uh, defence how tenacious it has been but there has been a foul there on uh, Tom Murphy so there's a chance here for Michael Galvin to bring the margin back to a single point we're now exactly on 57 minutes gone in the game here uh, in Thomastown but there must be at least three to four minutes of extra time given the amount of stoppages that took place here so we could be looking at another maybe six minutes of play Michael Galvin out on the right hand side there not the easiest of angles the uh, day has uh, got a little bit better here the rain has eased off the wind is still strong enough in favour of the Dunhamagan lads and over on the far side now it's um, it's Michael Galvin 
can he bring it back to a single point margin don't forget Don has to games in Hugglestown and in uh, Glenmore to go to as uh, Michael Galvin I think the weather no he has to take it again it's quite indecisive there by the referee I'm not sure what's actually happening here there's just a stoppage of play and to see where the referee is actually on the field here at this stage to be honest about it he seems to have uh, disappeared to be quite honest about it but Michael Galvin is going to take this again again I'm looking to find out where the referee has gone oh he's, he's gone over to the sideline to uh, to talk to somebody not anyone involved with the team as far as I can see but Michael Galvin has another chance not sure what that last shot wide or over the bar can't be sure but he needs to be sure this time there's a good minute lost in that time which the referee really should be playing on we're now gone uh, 58 58 and a half minutes here in Thomastown as Michael Galvin gets ready to take this he needs to uh, brustig a little bit with this sends that ball in and sends it high and uh, sends it over the bar and it brings it back to a one point game here in Thomastown in the Michael E. Motors uh, Vale Isle it's 12 points to Ronald Sieg but it's 13 points uh, to uh, Dunhamagan Ball is sent long, down around the half-back line as well. Up they go for the air, big men as well. Dunhamagan have that ball. They, they don't, haven't got clean possession. Who can win this ball here now? It looks like Dunhamagan have that ball here. They need to pa- pass it around, and they're doing that. The ball is sent into the corner. Dunhamagan are in. John Fitzpatrick, if you wanted somebody on this ball, this is the best man to get it. He sends it in, and has he sent it over the bar? Yes, he has. John Fitzpatrick has sent it over the bar. He's been the key man for Dunhamagan uh, today here at full forward. But again, they were just slow about clearing that ball. They'd roar in the steel lads, and it is as Dunhamagan back into a two-point lead here now with that uh, time and uh, again Michael Cody sends that ball dropped the hurley but got away with it it's uh, Conor Hoban sends that ball up the field Kieran Joyce read that very well how well he's uh, still all the experience sends the ball in long who's inside up the go for it Jim Ryan Jim Ryan trying to get in on the ball is he being held he's not no, but again uh, Andy Odewire sends that ball out it's probably going to go over the line and beat all the players it does but there's a chance to get the ball in around the goal area the roar looking to get a goal to save this game here they've missed at least three maybe four goals in this match and they look back on it as a game that has gone away from if this is the result is to stand the little drops of rain starting to come back here again but we're in the dying embers of this game here now we're now gone it's almost going to save it's now saying exactly 60 minutes on the clock here in Thomastown and it is done a to win that ball out it comes out uh, to the number 20 that's Andy Hickey Andy Hickey experienced player but he loses the ball is a chance here for the roar is that one gone over the bar yes it is gone over the bar it's sent over the bar by their number 21 uh, for the roar that's um, Tom O'Callaghan Tom O'Callaghan sends that ball over the bar and it brings it back to a one point game again every chance they could get another score 14 points to 13 in favour of in favour the ball has gone over the bar for uh, Dunhamagan I don't know who got that yeah we don't know who got that one we'll find out in a moment who actually got that one the referee says that was taken too quickly but it's a it's a 13 points to 15 point game that was that ball was poked out so quickly we were writing the score from the previous one and it went over the bar and we, uh, we'll, uh, we'll find out in a moment who actually got uh, that last score who got the last score Darrow O'Keefe I'm told got the last score the left half back good score by him obviously quick puck out come out to Dara breaking again this is a chance here now for the Donna Magan Donna Magan are reading the game well Dennis Walsh switches the ball across uh, to a colleague 
But they have a chance. How will they hold on to the ball? No, they had the roar. Have, have uh, won back that ball again. And let's wait to Owen O'Brien. Owen O'Brien is fouled and there's a free uh, halfway between the 45 and the 65 metre line. We're gone 61 minutes in, in this game. There's probably another two, I would reckon. We don't know because we don't have a fourth official what Owen Hayes is going to play. But there's a chance here now for Michael Galvin. He needs to take this quick and they need to win the puck out if they're going to uh, get back in the game. It's 15 points to 13 in favour of Dunhamagan. They have deserved that two point lead. They've just been that little bit sharper. But having said that, the roar in the sea will rule the chances that they missed here in this game here in Thomastown as Michael Galvin gets ready to take this. He pops it in and pops it over the bar and brings it back to the minimum. Yeah, the momentum is maybe a little bit of momentum with the roar here now. 14 points to 15. How much more time will uh, referee uh, Owen Hayes play as we're in, gone into the 63rd minute of the game almost right now over on this side of the field. The ball is... Uh, with Andy Hickey Andy Hickey there's a chance here now for the Dunhamangas back to Andy Hickey oh he's fouled and uh, definitely fouled around the head silly free on the part of Rory the Sieg and uh, going the way John Fitzpatrick has been striking these frees all afternoon this will be a simple top over ball uh, for uh, the Dunhamangan full forward who has been the, the standout player here in uh, Thomastown this afternoon uh, from play and freeze he's been their, he's been their go-to player and this win if they get it will put uh, Dunhamangan into a strong position at the top of the table uh, on six points along with uh, Thomastown and those two teams look to have Group B wrapped up not a little bit early maybe yet there's still two rounds to go but it does put them in a strong position on the right hand side here it's uh, I'd say we're gone into injury time now it's about two minutes into injury time maybe another minute to play I reckon is what, what uh, Owen Hayes is probably doing John Fitzpatrick will tap this one over he's been in bar one miss he's been unerring from freeze all afternoon he has played extremely well pops it over the bar and now there is uh, two points back in the game again it's a 16-14 nothing but a goal is going to do it for the roar but they've missed about four of them so far up that goes in the air Donamagan trying to win this ball here as the drizzle starts to fall down again people starting to leave Thomastown at this stage maybe that's a little bit early but it is Donamagan who win that ball up again they're, they're smart on their passing Ray Cody gets that ball he's hooked and uh, Ray Cody runs on he runs away from him but it comes again Ray three he switches it across up they go for it in the air Kieran Joyce breaks the ball down um, but there's a chance for uh, no, Joling Joling sends the ball back across to the, the roar number 17 Rory Delaney he started the game uh, now there's a chance on the far side of the field the roar are breaking down the field it is with uh, their number 8 that's Tom not Tom Dyle number 9 they said he on premise the ball comes in around the goal area up there Grayford High and uh, Donna Megan their backs have been excellent all afternoon but there's still a little danger as the ball is around the goal area here referee on Hayes still letting the play go there's a chance here uh, oh there's a what's happening here there's a chance and again Andy O'Dwyer pulls another ball off the line there and it's cleared out by Dunhamagan and number 9 Darren Fitzpatrick well they will win this match here and Dunhamagan will be very grateful uh, to Andy O'Dwyer in the goal he's been absolutely fantastic as Michael Galvin sends a bullet shot in but I'm afraid he sent that ball wide and that could be that now uh, as Owen Hayes is still continuing to play the ball the, the ball is going to be pucked out there's going to be no rush on the part of Andy O'Dwyer he's had a star game in goal today making at least three brilliant saves as uh, Dunhamagan now are in the strong position leading by 16 points to 14 with time up we're in injury time here it's all up to Owen Hayes he's still letting the play go on there was about three or four minutes to be fair up they go for Joling puts up the big hand he's been held but the referee lets play go on and it's going to be a line ball uh, for Dunhamagan but possibly Joling might have uh, expected a free there uh, he was held getting ready to take this on the far side of the field is that uh, the number 8 for it's that uh, not sure could be, could be 
could be a Ray Cody on the far side to feed the ball is sent in sent in well but it's going to go wide and it is another wide uh, for uh, Dunhamagan there can't be much time left I think that could be it as uh, the referee Owen Hayes blows the full time whistle and it is Dunhamagan who stay unbeaten in Group B they win by 16 points to 14 that fair reflection of maybe the game went on one hand but then on the other hand uh, Dun- uh, Rory Nestig missed at least three goals that they uh, would have would have got maybe on another day but for that the credit must go to the custodian for Dunhamagan Andy O'Dwyer who was outstanding uh, in goal for the winners so that's it, it from Thomastown it is a win for Dunhamagan a deserved win 16 points to 14 over the Rory Nestig and the Rory will have to ponder maybe about those goal chances what you have to do it on the day and it's Dunhamagan who now uh, go top of the table along with Tom Thomastown on six points in Group B. Uh, from Thomastown, this is Nicky Brennan back to the studio in uh, Kilkenny, Don. Thanks indeed to Nicky for that there indeed. And of course, win number three for Dunhamagan there. Overcoming, of course, the Roaring Estig. And by 16 points to 14. Right, 21 minutes past the hour three. We'll go to Richie Parr next. So we will indeed. Right. So we will we'll go to Richie Power. That's in a couple of minutes' time or so right here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Um, we'll be going, of course, for the other Don results Devil as well. On Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Yes indeed, 23 minutes. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Apologies about that for the interruption there indeed. Right, now, of course, as you know, Dunhamagan, three out of three for them. Now, there's other matches going on as well with two o'clock throw-ins. First off, of course, the St. Cancer's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship Group B. Round three match was taking place in Hogestown between Mullavad and Lachlan Gales. Richie Power, how did that fare? Yes, Don, it's over here now in the, in the last couple of minutes. And uh, I did I did mention at half time that I felt Mullavad should have had another three or four points on the board. They missed a couple of frees and, and, you know, created a goal chance. And, uh, but, uh, you know, they paid the price in the second half and it finished Mullabat 110, uh, Lachlan Gales 115. Um, were were the better team in the second half, uh, all true. Even though Mullabat got off to a brilliant start in the first minute of the second half, uh, O'Shea Knox got a free, a, a good long range free now against the wind. And it looked like that Hugh Lawler had it caught under the crossbar, but it flew off the top of his fingers and into the net. And that gave Mullabat a 1 8 to 7 point lead. But then, um, uh, O'Loughlin started to, you know, to to have a say in the game and points from Mark Bergen, two uh, two points actually from Mark Bergen in the third and sixth minute uh, from freeze, and uh, an Ono O'Shea from play and a David Fogarty from from a uh, play, uh, really brought uh, O'Loughlin back into the game and their half back line was was starting to be very dominant at this particular stage and, you know, over the sixty minutes. They, they got five points from their half-back line of, of uh, David Fogarty, Paddy Deegan. Paddy Deegan got two, George Malloy got two, and David Fogarty got one. And that was a big contribution from their half-back line. Uh, Paulie Gahan kept Mullabat in it, and Jerome Malone with, with a point in the 11th and 13th minute to, um, 
you know, just to keep him in the game. But from there on, it was all all O'Loughlin's really. And, uh, you know, Mullivat failed to score after the 13 minutes of the second half. Matt Bergen from a 65, Jordan Malloy from uh, from play. And then um, a mix-up in uh, Mullivat half-back line at the far sideline. And the ball broke to, to uh, Owen Wall. And Owen Wall just, he, he, he got in around the 14 and buried it in the, in the net. And that was the real turn, you know, that was the finishing of this game. Uh, Matt Bergen with a six, uh, with a three and uh, Paddy Deegan Pint. They, they were the last scores of the game to leave Mundabat 110, O'Loughlin Gales uh, 115. Like I said, O'Loughlin were far the better team in the second half and uh, their half-back line was very, very good. And Keen Lye at 12 and Owen Wall at, at 11. And Owen Shea at 13 all contributed throughout the game. So a big win for O'Loughlin's here in Hogestown on a scoreline of 115 to 110. OK, thanks Richie for that there indeed. So congratulations to O'Loughlin's by 115 to 110. Now, also with a 2 o'clock throw-in in the Park Naraha was a match between Greg Naman and Tullahar Ross Birkin. And there for community radio Con Kenny was Seamus Kennedy. This, of course, is into JJ Cabinet's son's junior hurling league championship group A round three. Seamus. Yeah, the game just ended there now. Tullahar came out the worthy winners, 114 to 13 points. It was a good game, but look at the backs were fantastic on both sides, they were. And just Tullahar in the end became stronger and um, just came out on top. Excellent performances there from a few different players. The goalies were outstanding, especially for Greg Namana. Pulled off, denied Tullahar two straight goals. Uh, Owen Kennedy was good in goal for Tullahar. Uh, Coleman Sullivan, uh, outstanding he was. He was carrying the team there. Keane O'Donoghue, very strong on freeze, coming out with seven. But equally for Michael Bulger with Greg Namana, he was carrying him there solely with eight frees he did. A fantastic performance from backs on both sides. Tullaher worthy winners. OK, thank you, Seamus, for that there. And congratulations to Tullaher on their victory, of course, against Greg Namana. We can tell you in the Michael Lynn, Ling Motors High on the Senior League Group Round 1. It's a full-time score in this one. James Stevens won 14, Wine Gap won 14. So smiles shared evenly there between those two teams. We can tell you in the match between Dixborough and Piltown is currently Dixborough 1-7, Piltown Camogie 1-5. That's keeping you up to date on what's happening in the world of GA. Of course, there's other fixtures on this afternoon as well. In the St. Canis's Credit, Senior, Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship Group B, Round 3. Greg Ballycallum will play Shamrocks in Ballyhale and the venue there for that one, of course. It's in John Locke's Park in Callan and we'll be going for an update in the latter parts of the show here for that one. And, of course, at 3 o'clock, the Jesuit Cabinet Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Group A Round 3 match takes place in Goran between Sleeve Room and the Emeralds. And, of course, Pat Tracy will be giving us updates on how that's happened. And at 4 o'clock in the Jujic Cabinet Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Group C, um, you'll have the match between James Stevens and Dixborough. And the venue there for that one is Palmerstown. So I'm Paddy Kelly. will be there for Community Radio Kilkenny City in that one. And also in the Jujic Cabinet Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Ground Group C, you have Thomastown versus Mooncoyne. And that, of course, the venue for that is Park and Shamrock Cup down there in Ballyhale. And we'll have, of course, updates from Tom O'Han on that one and of course um, all the full reports on the matches that we've covered today and tomorrow on 
on Saturday Music and Sport and Sunday Music and Sport can all be play, can all be heard tomorrow evening in Talk Sport with Nicky Brennan, 20 hours to 6 to 7, right here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Um, let's, let's go to the Premiership. There's been a couple of goals. First one, of course, there's been just one, two at Anfield. Yes, um, Andrew Semenko put... Um, Bournemouth ahead, but Luis Diaz has just scored his second goal of the season, so it's now currently Liverpool 1, ASC Bournemouth 1. That occurs from Anfield, and of course, the match, of course, between Brighton and Hove Albion and Wolverhampton Wonders at Monaloo. It's Brighton have just gone ahead with Kay Matoma scoring, of course, the goal. So Wolves nil, who of course haven't won yet this season. Brighton and Hove Albion 1. That's, of course, only three matches. At three o'clock in the Premiership this afternoon, Championship. Of course, the earlier match. Of course, you had South Plymouth Argyle one, Southampton two. It's currently Blackburn nil, Hull City nil, Bristol City nil, Birmingham City nil, Leicester City nil, Cardiff City nil, Middlesbrough nil, Huddersfield Town nil, Queens Park Rangers nil, Ipswich Town nil, Sheffield Wednesday nil, Preston North End nil, Stoke City nil, Watford nil, Sunderland one, Rotherham United nil, and Swansea nil, Coventry City. No. Going to racing, we can tell you that the 327 from the Curra, first past the post was number two. Henry Longfellow, he was 9 to 2 on favourite. Second was Ireland in stream at 6 to 1, and 5 ran in that particular race. The 320 from Pert, first past the post was two friendly, 2 to 1 favourite. Second was number six, well planted at 6 to 1. And the 315 from Rippon, first past the post was number 15, Sophia Starlight at 7 to 1. Second was number three, Summer Summer Cants, 9-2. And third was number eight, Wob, 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 5-1. to one. And fourth was number 13, Temper Brewer, 50-1. to one. And, of course, 18 ran in that particular race there as well. The 3-10 for Newmarket, first past the post was number three, Lincoln Legacy, 5-1. to one. Second was number one, Expansive Queen, 9-4. And six ran in that particular race. The 305 from Doncaster, first past the post is number 12. Invisible Friends, 6 to six to 1. Second was number 2. Lexington Knight, 15 to 2. And third was number 11. Sea Line, at 5 to 2. Favourite. Sports Updates is sponsored by David Buggy Motors, main Kia dealer. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Yes, indeed. 26 minutes before the hour, 4 o'clock. If you're tuned our way, good evening. You're welcome to Saturday Music and Sport. Don Devlin, the air Here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. Right. Numbers to 3 o'clock throw in in the junior JJ Camden Junior Hurling League Championship Group A Round 3. Steve Rue will play in the Emirates. In the venue was Gordon. Pat Tracy, how are things down there? Yeah, well, we're half time here, uh, Don. It's 2-8 to the Emeralds 2-5 to Sleeru the Emeralds after playing with the Breeze in the first half uh, we, I could say I have uh, three divine mysteries in uh, three players playing for uh, the uh, Ru because uh, number 21 number 24 number 25 are playing and none of them are listed uh, the Sleeru team are only listed as far as number 20 and of course lo and behold number 25 is after scoring uh, one three out of two five so that mystery man uh, the, uh, is, is uh, after getting on the scoreboard big time uh, so found him on the way down did he? <laughs> <laughs> he has a halo around him anyway 
uh, Emeraldsburg cruising along. Uh, they got a goal in the ninth minute uh, through Johnny Dyle. Sean Burke wing back floated the ball in. Johnny Dyle moved over from the left corner and flicked to the net. One one to a pint. They added a couple of points then from Liam Grant and Killian Dyle. Uh, before Killian Power pointed first, we were one three to two, and then you could say the Emeralds fell asleep. They got uh, the Sleeve got an innocuous penalty, softest penalty you're ever likely to see, just stuck in the net by my, our mystery man number twenty five, and uh, then Gary Walsh added another, and uh, uh, number twenty five added a point two four to one three. Sleeve were in the lead by the twentieth minute, and uh, the Emeralds were reawakened as Daryl Queeley pointed. Tomas Cotton had another one, Daryl Queeley again, and uh, then uh, Liam Grant uh, uh, pointed, uh, got a goal. This came from a good run by full forward um, JJ McLaughlin. He offloaded Liam Grant and he stuck it in the net. And Johnny Dyle then added another point for uh, the Emeralds. They lead 2 8 to 2 5. They need it all. This game could go anywhere because uh, both teams are just uh, uh, at different stages, they're dominating. But uh, the uh, Emeralds will uh, be playing into the wind in the second half with a three-point lead, 2-8 to 2-5. Thanks indeed to Pat Tracy for that. And of course, we'll be going back to Pat for a full-time update on that later on. Sports Updates is sponsored by David Buggy Motors, main Kia dealer. We can tell you the Michael Lynn, Ling Hyundai Motors Camogie Senior League Round 1. 21 minutes gone in the second half. It's Dixborough 1-11, Pilltown 1-7. That's the scores there. Now let's see. Only racing results to hand. We've got the 335 from Newbury. First past the post was number six, which hunter 12 to one. Third was number nine. Second was number nine, New Endeavour, eight to one. And third was number one, Chindit, two to one favourite. Fourth was number 10, Mama's Girl at 15 to two. Of course, the 327 from the Curra. First past the post is number two, Henry Longfellow. He was nine to two fa- on favourite. And second was number three, Islands in the Stream at six. Two one there. Tell you, Leicester City have just taken the lead against Cardiff City in the championship. It's now currently Leicester City one, Cardiff City nil in the championship. There indeed. Right, we'll keep you in touch with the half times when they come to home. About what? It's half time now in the Premiership. It's Fulham nil, Brentford one. A Vesa gold. This divides the two teams there. Liverpool two, Bournemouth one. Bournemouth went ahead, and the Liverpool has scored. Then of course. Luis Diaz, Mohamed Salah, opening his account for the season, rebound from a penalty miss. And as Wolverhampton Wonders nil, Brighton and Hove Albion won. That keeps you in t- up to date with what's happening in the Premiership. In the Championship, the area match, Plymouth Argyle won, Southampton 2. Blackburn Rovers nil, Hull City nil. These are all, ha- this is half times now. Bristol City nil, Birmingham City won. Leicester won, Cardiff City won, Cardiff have pulled the goal back. It's Middlesbrough nil, Huddersfield Town nil. Queen's Park Rangers nil, Leicester's Town nil. Sheffield Wednesday nil, Preston North End nil, Stoke City nil, Watford nil, Sunderland won, Rotherham United won, and Swansea won, Coventry City won, Swansea Coventry of course is one of Jim's trebles this afternoon, so it is indeed. Now let's see what's happening in the Camogie. Can we get get up to date with what's happening there? Um, it's currently Dixborough Camogie one fifteen, and it's Pilltown one ten. So it is so eighteen points to thirteen there in favour of Dixborough. Earlier on, of course, in the Michael Ling on Hyundai Motors Camogie Senior League in the round one, it ended up James Stevens 114, Wine Gap 114. So that's keeping you up to date in a moment what's happening in the world of Camogie. I'll tell you now that JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior League Championship 
Group A round um, what, what is it? it was round three I think it is yeah it's um, Sleeve Route 311 Emerald Street 10 from Gorn it's about 55 minutes gone and that so we're going over to Pan Tracing in about five minutes or so for an update on that one indeed so we will and we can tell you that in the Camogie they're up to date on that one that we have one second now there's three flash up on the screen yeah we just have it's Dixborough Camogie 114 Piltown Camogie 19 that's in the Michael Ling Hyundai Motors Camogie Senior League round one and the skill is the four o'clock is in from the Cara first pass the post is number eight Vesperito four to one second was number six Sakiti seven to one and third was Calspera, 80, 80 to 1, and 8 ran in that one. The 355 from Perth, first pass post is number 10, the longest day, 6 to 1. Second was number 4, Jimmy Rabbit, 10 to 1. And third was number 6, Dalio, 5 to 1, and 11 ran in that particular race there. Indeed, and that's keeping you up to date at the moment of what's happening on sport on this Saturday afternoon in this close match uh, between yeah. Sleeve Room and the Emeralds. It is. Yeah, we're into injury time, and Sleeve Room are leading by a point. Uh, 3.12 to 3.11 and um, well look at the game has ebbed and flowed throughout the second half never more than a pint or two between them and uh, it looked like you know Steve Rue has got a bit of a grip of it as uh, Gary Walsh and Conor Wall's pint has given them a 3.12 to 3.10 point lead but since then they've drawn a couple of wides and as well as that the uh, the um, Emeralds have hit a couple of wides as well so uh, but Killian Doyle uh, brought it back to a one point game he went up the field then again and uh, he pushed another one wide when it looked like he was going to level it so it's uh, kind of hit and hope all around the place here now at the moment and uh, you know uh, Steve Rowe have the slight advantage and probably are more likely to get a second point because um, the Emeralds are playing up the hill and into the wind here in Gordon and uh, they're into what uh, one and a half minutes of injury time gone and there's a three out for Gordon so three twelve to three eleven and uh, probably a minute or two to go uh, in injury time OK thanks Pat for that there indeed so it looks like Sleeve Ruhr in the ascendancy there by three twelve to three eleven. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Yes, indeed. It's now just 16 minutes past the hour, 4 o'clock. Now, let's go to Junior, where two city rivals are in action against each other. James Stevens versus Dixborough. Paddy Kelly, good afternoon to you. Don, our things at the moment there with the 15 minutes gone, it's Dixborough six points, James Stevens one point. Uh, Dixborough opened the score with James Carroll there with a nice point after five minutes. Evan Boogie equalised then for James Stevens there uh, in the six minutes. But it's all, it's all been uh, Dixborough at the moment there. Uh, Tom McPhillips uh, brought a good save from the James Stevens keeper. But Liam Brennan Swiss, he's uh, accurate with the three uh, place balls there at the moment. He has uh, four points added up already, one from play and three from place balls. And a nice score then from Nick Donny as well. So at the moment, with 15 minutes gone, it's uh, six points to Dixborough, one point to James Stevens. Back to you in the studio, Don. Thanks indeed, Paddy, for that there indeed. Thank you, Paddy. 
Nelly is finished now, Alvin Gordon, and has finished Steve Rude 312, Emeralds 312, so that's a draw there in the Junior Cabinets and Sons Hurling League Championship. So it is indeed. 312 to 312 there. Premiership, let's keep up to date what's happening there across Channel. It's currently Fulham nil, Brentford 1, Liverpool 2, AFC Bournemouth 1, Wolverhampton Wonders 1, Brighton Hall Albion 4. That's the 3 o'clock kickoffs. It's in the Championships, it's Blackburn nil, Hull City nil, Bristol City nil, Birmingham City 1, Leicester City 1, Cardiff City 1, Middlesbrough 1, Huddersfield Town 1, Queen's Park Rangers nil, Leicester Town nil, it's Sheffield Wednesday nil, Preston North End 1, Stoke City 1, Watford nil, Sunderland 2, Rotherham 1, and Swansea 1, Coventry City 1. That's keeping me up to date of what's happening there. So it is. Earlier on, of course, in the St. Cancer's Credit Union Senior Hurl League Championship Group B, Round 3, it finished Lachlan Gales 115, Bullnevar 110. And of course, this afternoon in John Locks Park in Callum, at 4.30 to run between Greg Bally Callum and Shamrock and Shamrocks of Bally Hale. So that's 4 o'clock, 4.30, throw in there from John Locks Park in Callan in that way just tell you Liverpool have just scored against Bournemouth it's currently in Liverpool 3 Bournemouth 1 Mo Salah has got his second Mo Salah has got his second goal I think it is Mo Salah we'll just double check that for you in a couple of minutes and see whether the goal stands or not these days with VAR or whatever it is but it's it's current after 63 min, three minutes there we'll let you know who scores that one when 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 we get the score as I say, indeed, yes, as we keep you up to date with everything that's happened on this Saturday afternoon. We say Liverpool 3, ABC Bournemouth 1, Diego Jota scoring the third goal for Liverpool there. Liverpool also had Alex McAllister sent off on his home debut. Straight red card, which means he's going to be missing for three matches now. So it's Liverpool 3, AFC Bournemouth 1, as if they're. <laughs> midfield problems, <laughs> if Jurgen Klopp didn't have enough of them. And of course, it's currently Fulham nil, Brentford 2 and it's Wolverhampton Wonders 1 Brighton Hove Albion 4 in the championship was still Blackburn nil, Hull nil, Bristol City nil, Birmingham City 1 Leicester and Cardiff are still 1 apiece so it's Middlesbrough and Huddersfield Town Queen's Park Rangers nil, Lipswich Town nil, Sheffield Wednesday nil, Preston North End 1 Stoke City 1 Watford nil, Sunderland 2 Rotherham 1 and Swansea 1 Coventry 1 so that's in the treble as well so Jim is going to need Coventry to get a goal there to keep the treble alive. Of course, as we said to you earlier on, the St. Kansas Credit Union Senior Hurley League Championship Group B Round 3. It finished. O'Loughlin Gales one fifteen, Mullinavat one ten, and of course O'Loughlin's lost Mickey Butler to injury in that match there as well. Of course, and also in the in the in Group B in Round 3, kicking off short, thrown in shortly from John Locks Park in Callan. It's Greg Bally Callan versus Shamrocks Bally Hale and Bally Barry Henry because it's there from Community Radio Kilkenny City so we'll be going across to Barry about quarter to five or so to see how things are doing up there indeed. As we said our live match this afternoon of course was in the Michael Lynn Ling Motors Hyundai, Hyundai Intermediate Hurling Championship Group B match between Rory Steeg and Dunhamagan in Thomastown and of course it was three out of three for Dunhamagan because the final score was Dunhamagan 16 Rory Steeg. 14 so it was indeed and of course there were other matches played earlier on today JJ Cabinet and Sons in the Junior League Championship Group A Round 3 in that one between Greg Naman and Tullerher Ross Birkin it finished Greg Naman or Tullerher 114 Greg Naman 13 points there it did indeed and of course and of course at the moment last we heard from Paddy Kelly in the JJ Cabinet and Sons Junior Hurling League Championship 
match, of course, from, from Palmerstown. It was Dixborough six points, James Stevens one point, and of course we'll be checking in with Paddy quite shortly as he approached half-time in that one indeed. And of course, also this afternoon... In the junior, the junior Camden junior as well, Sleeve Rue, 3-3-12, Emeralds 3-12. That's a full time in that one. That was a draw there in the match in Gorn. So it was indeed. And that was in the Junior League Hurling Championship Group A match there indeed. So Sleeve Rue, 3-12, Emeralds 3-12. Keeping it going that one. Then we get a course at 5 o'clock this evening. England will play Ireland in the Aviva Stadium in the World Cup warm-up indeed. Of course, Ireland will be without Johnny Sexton. Of course, he's still serving that three match suspension indeed 4.20 for Newmarket first past the post was number 7 Barolo 9-2 second was number 5 Outgun 9-4 and 6 Wren 4.25 from Ripon first past the post was Little Ted the 130 favourite second was number 7 McAley 70-2 and third was number 3 Premiership which was a 2-1 favourite and 8 ran in that particular match there Indeed. Right, 29 minutes before the hour of 5 o'clock here, Community Radio Kilkenny City. Let's go back to Paddy Kelly. The last time Dixborough had a very convincing lead at six points to one Older City rivals James Stevens in the intermediate. Paddy, how are things going there now? Uh, at the moment there, Don, I'll give you the score. The score at half time here is just half time, half time being called there. It's Dixborough 114, James Stevens 5 points. Uh, Liam Brennan-Smith, he's uh, on form here at the moment. He's had nine points in the first half between threes and from play. A Sean Margol in the 18th minute uh, gave uh, the Borough a commanding lead. Uh, James Stevens are trying to rally there. They have a, Ryan Scanlon there got a point in the 19th minute. David Walton in the 26th minute. And two Steve Minogue points in the 29th and the 30th minute. Having said that, now Dixborough do have the breeze, the slight breeze in the first half that aids them. But uh, they seem to be in total control here at the moment. Uh, the stick of Liam Brennan-Smith there is actually putting, uh, putting it to good use. So at the moment there, Don, it's uh, half time here at Palmerstown. Dixborough 114, James Stevens five points. Back to you in the studio, Don. Thanks indeed to Paddy Kelly for that there. That, of course, is in the JJ Cabinet Sons Junior League Championship Group C. I said intermediate. I apologise about that. That's my mistake. And, of course, Dixborough in a command the lead there at half time by 114 to five points. Maybe James Stevens might pick it up with a breeze in the second half. God knows. Now, let's go to Callum. Because the St. Canis' Credit Junior Senior Hurling League Championship Group B Round 3 match between Greg Bally Callum and Shamrocks of Bally Hale is taking place in John Locks Park at the moment. Barry Henriquez, how are things out there in Callum? Nine, nine minutes gone here in Callum in the first half of this match. I tell you something for nothing. It's the lively stuff here. Both sides are flying at it. Greg had a great opening with two points from the two Aarons. One of them called McAvoy and the other called Brennan. Within two minutes of the start, they were flying. Two points on the scoreboard. No response from the uh, Shamrocks. But did they respond? Two and a half minutes. Uh, Shamrocks attacked. A great run in by the, um, by the Shamrocks uh, attack. And uh, a ball in there by Walsh had a great shot. Uh, a goal and it was put to the left hand side of the post for 65 brilliant brilliant save indeed by uh, Kieran Hine the 65 put over the bar by you know who uh, you don't, you won't get any praises for guessing who you know who, who is that went over the bar uh, in the 5th minute another Shamrock's attack uh, led, uh, saw the ball ended up 
in the hands of own coding from a difficult angle. The shamrocks are persisting with going low and low for goals. But I tell you something, Kieran Hine is in no humour to be given them any presents. It's not Christmas time yet in Callan. He's not going to be giving them any presents. He made another brilliant save, but uh, own Cody this time. He had no chance whatsoever. Cody from about 13, 14, 15 yards away, uh, 15 yards out, had a shot, left shot, hopped in front of the goalkeeper. A difficult ball for any goalkeeper to stop. Kieran wasn't up to it this time, and he buried in the back of the net. Uh, then Aaron, uh, another attack by the Shamrocks in the six minutes. Another great save. By, uh, from Nia Shortle at the expense of a 65 and TJ put it straight over the bar the score here after 8 minutes of play is the Valley Hill Shamrock's men they're out in front one goal and three points two points for Greg Valley Callum but they're giving everything that's in them they're attacking up for the left hand side big pile of bodies it's like confession during a, a mission there's an awful lot of them gathered around the box but uh, anyway, the score is one goal and three points for Shamrocks. Two points indeed for Greg Valley Cannon. As I said, it's lively. The sun is shining. There's a big crowd in Cannon. And you wouldn't know what way to turn out. I know you're going to say it's the Shamrocks. But a long way to go, yes. It's one three to them. Two points for Greg Valley Cannon. And there's another point for the Shamrocks. Don't know who it got it, but it's uh, one four for the Shamrocks. Uh, it's uh, on court. They got that one. Yeah, indeed. One four for the Shamrocks. Three two points for Ballyhill or Greg Valley Callan. All to play for. Back to you in the studio, Mister Don Devlin. Tell me something before you go. If I backed you, know who to score a hat trick? Would the bookies pay me? If what? If I backed you, know who to score a hat trick? Would the bookies pay me? I don't know. They know me. <laughs> right, Barry. Thanks very much for checking in. About one, ten minutes one or so. Four for two. Cheers, thanks. Thank you, Barry. Right. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors, and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City. For the people, by the people. And Michael Ling, high on the Camogie Senior Championship Round 1 got started off today. And the results we had to hand were James Stevens won 14, Wine Gap won 14, he even smiled, even shared them. And it's Dixborough won 15, Piltown won 10. That's in the Camogie, which of course took place this afternoon. Right, also GA occurs this afternoon, currently occurs in John Locks Park in Callum. In the St. Kansas Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship Group B Round 3 match, the latest score we have to date is... Shamrocks, Ballyhale, 1-5, Ballycallum, 2 points. We'll keep you up to date with the scores in that throughout the, throughout the evening here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. And of course, earlier on this afternoon in Hoggenstown, in the same group, it Mullivat played O'Loughlin Gales, and O'Loughlin Gales came out triumphant by a score of 115 to 110. Of course, we covered the Michael Ling's Motors High on the Intermediate Hurling League Championship Group B round three match between Rory Nistig and Dunhamagan, which Nicky Brennan covered for us here, of course, live from Thomastown, and that finished Dunhamagan 16, Rory Nistig 14 points. In the JJ Cabinet Sons Junior Hurling League Championship Group A round three between Greg Namanan and Tyler Ross Bergen, that of course was t- took place in Park and Raham, the final score there was Tullaher 114 Greg Namana 13 points and in the Junior Hurling League Championship Group A round 3 in Goran between Sleeve Rue 
and Emeralds that finished at 3.12 apiece so it did all even there in that match and of course it went to the junior to JJ Camden's junior hurling league championship group C match between James Stevens and their city rivals Dixborough and of course currently there at half time it was Dixborough 114 James Stevens 5 points but of course Dixborough were playing with a very very heavy win so they were in the first half there. It's almost finished in the Premiership. We can tell you that its current scores are Fulham nil, Brentford 2. It's Liverpool 3, AFC Bournemouth 1. Liverpool had Alex McAllister sent off on his home debut. It's Wolverhampton Wonders 1, Brighton Hope Albion 4. And of course at half past 5, Tottenham will take on Manchester United at White Hart Lane. And Manchester City will host Newcastle at 8 o'clock at the Etihad. In the Championship, the early match, of course, is Plymouth Argyle 1, Southampton 2. Blackburn Rovers 1, Hull City 2. Bristol City 0, Birmingham City 2. Leicester 1, Cardiff 1. They're on the 90th minute here. Middlesbrough 1, Huddersfield Town 1. Queen's Park Rangers 0, Ipswich Town 1. It's 3 out of 3 for Ipswich by the looks of things. Sheffield Wednesday 0, Preston North End 1. Stoke 1, Watford 0. And the treble match, Swansea City and Coventry. Well, you need a Hail Mary at the moment so that Coventry will get a late winner. If they do, we'll keep you, we'll let you know. 